Welcome to Paradise. Our first campaign, Advantage in Paradise, is a weekly actual play D&D podcast recorded live on Twitch every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet tones of our dungeon master, Sean O'Donovan, as he guides you through the wondrous world of art. So, last week on Advantage in Paradise, our <clears throat> brave heroes had just finished up their interviews or interrogations by General Aldrich Kinsley. Now, <clears throat> they had also, uh, before I keep going on, apologies if I keep uh, clearing my throat. I am a little sick tonight, so please. Uh, following the interviews, it came, <laughs> the truth came out that Wiswick had been spying pretty quickly uh, <clears throat> in his immediate questions to Scarlet and Cal about their interviews. Uh, Although he did not spy on all of the interviews with his familiar bat jet, he did hear quite a lot about Cal and Scarlet in particular, as did we, the viewers now, and the DM. So they swiftly retreated back to the Lord's Hall, the, the empty Lord's Hall, to discuss what had happened um, in these discussions, particularly with Wiswick. Uh, well, everyone stormed into Wiswick's room to have these discussions. Some information came out to the party, um, specifically about Scarlet and her history, her criminal history, with a, uh, the Crimson Court, which we had only briefly heard about a few times before, heard a little bit more about in the interview with Aldrich Kinsley. So with that, the party discussed sort of what to do about that, because Scarlet wanted to leave that night. She wanted to get out of there, get as far away from the general, who her understanding hinted that he might have known that she was the one who murdered the guard um, when the mask went missing a couple of sessions ago. And quite possibly he does know that now with her reaction to that, uh, that accusation. Tim is adamant that he will not know. He does not actually know. He knows. <laughs> He's fine. What's um, the worst thing the party uh, in this moment, though, although Timber had retired to the bedroom quite quickly, potentially because Alex wasn't there that night, but uh, <laughs> he was assume, uh, assumably filled in later. The party emphasized their support of Scarlet, that they would help her in this endeavor, help her in keeping these enemies at bay or protecting her from them in whatever way they could. Before the party could split up, Wiswick pulled Cal aside for uh, <clears throat> a brief conversation just outside the room, leaving Curon and Scarlet to hang out alone for a little while. Uh, one of my favorite moments ever, because they were like, so, we don't talk much. And he's yeah. like, yeah. It was very much like that episode of the sitcom when the two characters were never alone together, are alone together, and awkwardness ensued. Scarlet immediately continued brooding and Kiran immediately started to uh, try to look through Wiswick's things. <laughs> That's right, I forgot about that. Though he did not achieve in what he was looking for. <clears throat> though he did have a conversation with Wiswick later about it. Anyway, Wiswick had a brief aside with Cal where he questioned him about what he had heard in Cal's interview. But even further than that, uh, revealed a little bit about himself to Cal, perhaps in an effort to keep communications open and effort to keep the party aware of everyone's baggage. Although he chose to 
speak about this privately with Cal. Now, these conversations continued before the party split up to retire for the evening since they had been, uh, <clears throat> since, uh, yeah, no, they weren't interrupted that night. Um, this wasn't nighttime. Sorry, I'm a little scattered right now. They completed their conversations and they went to bed for the evening. It was sometime around midnight that Cal was awoken by the sounds of heavy chests being dragged out of the Lord's Manor. It was at this point that he uh, went to investigate and noticed that the Lord's servants and some of the guards were dragging all of the Lord's possessions out of the manor and onto a cart. After questioning a few of them <clears throat> and finding out that the Lord was trying to leave with what he believed was his legal possession, uh, Cal grabbed his companions, except for Kiron, to attempt to stop this uh, this thieving of the treasury. Through uh, some uh, bold choices, uh, the party was able to stop the Lord's escape. Uh, luckily for them, uh, Wiswick had sent Jet out to uh, send a message to the general to stop the, uh, the Lord's um, retreat. And our our good rogue Scarlet was able to use her innate Genasi abilities to cause a uh, <clears throat> earth tremor underneath the cart as it was trying to escape, and flipping it over onto the side. There were no casualties, uh, which is rare for this group, um, but you were able to stop the Lord's um, the Lord's escape. And just as you did so, the general arrived with what guards he could to arrest the Lord and to thank you for uh, <clears throat> stopping his escape. Before the general left, Wiswick was able to throw his magic sock of, uh, sock of finding into a treasure chest. And later that night, after everyone decided they needed some much deserved rest, uh, he interrupted Scarlet just as she got comfortable in her bed once again to go in there, reach into his magic sock and pull out a whole bunch of gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> and and subsequently split it with Scarlet as a sign of support towards her, though she was too tired to truly appreciate the, uh, <laughs> the, um, the gesture. Let the now, goddamn rogue sleep. <laughs> <laughs> now, for uh, the first time in a while, the party was able to actually have a night's rest um, after this fight and sleep in if they so wished. The next day, while they awaited a potential calling from the general, for potentially some work. Um, <clears throat> they had the day to themselves, which they took in uh, numerous ways. Huron investigated much of the Lord's manor as it was empty. They also noticed that the general, Aldrich Kinsley, was moving his own offices into the Lord's manor. They noticed one of his captains, Amara, um, supervising several chests and other items being loaded into the house. Um, with a relatively easy day going by, the party uh, rested for the evening, and uh, a bad string of unluck with these knights as they were awoken to the sounds of chaos in the streets, fires in the distance, screams. As they, they looked out the window, they exited the Lord's Manor, and they saw that the circle of ash was in flames, and that people were running to and fro, trying to uh, tend to the whatever was happening. As they approached the circle of ash, they stepped in and they saw a mass of villagers running towards them, trying to escape. 
We saw McClear and Wyla trying to pull people out of the uh, the longhouse of the Druids to protect them from what they can now see was a bandit attack. <clears throat> the bandits had lit, had taken the, the gate doors off the hinges and they had come in and they swarmed in and they were killing and lighting the nearest buildings on fire. Um, and that is where we left off as our party was beginning to step forward to join the few guards here at the time to approach these bandits and try to fight them off. Now, before we go into initiative rules, you have <clears throat> an opportunity to do anything that you meant to do at the end of the last session now before the battle. Is there anything anyone would like to do specifically? Um, Kiran is going to quickly take out one of those old stones that he found in the uh, Archdruid's longhouse that gives uh, barks, uh, bark skin. Yes. Um, I. It's been a while since I found it. Um, but I believe... Oh, here it is. Uh, it's just a one-time use, you had said, but it has mm -hmm. a chance to recharge. I wasn't sure about that. Yes, so it's it's a... Um, <clears throat> I believe I actually said it had two charges on it. But, oh, um, cool. <clears throat> okay. So right, so right there it has two charges on it. Um, <clears throat> and when you use the last charge, it has a chance of recharging. You roll a d20, you get a natural 20, it recharges completely. Gotcha. All right, well, he's going to use one of those charges to bring his AC up to 16. Excellent. Um, so you have bark skin for, um, I believe it lasts a minute. I thought it was an hour, but I have no idea. I've never played a druid. <laughs> well, while you're looking that up, is there anything anyone else would like to do right before they... Let me guess. Major. <laughs> and? You got you to guess the second spell. Oh. I, I can't, I don't know. It's okay, it's blur. Snurf okay. Nebulin magic, my feet. Well, I'll allow you to cast one cast? of them before combat starts. Ooh, you, you heard my soul. Uh, <laughs> what do I pick? So, so much good decisions. Uh, I will go with blur. Uh, okay. Um, it lasts for one hour, Mark. Yes. Um, blur and... lasts for a minute. Okay. Uh, Scarlet Cal, is there anything you'd like to do, or are you just getting into the fight? I'm getting into the fight. I'd like to stare determinedly at Leanna. <laughs> okay, roll for Perhaps standard. squint my eyes a bit, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're fucking moderately determined. It's like an 11. <laughs> <laughs> so Cal is, he's in the fight, but he's not sure. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> enough horsing around. Let's get into initiative. Let's roll some initiative. There are a lot of weird reactions. <laughs> Twenty to twenty-five. Uh, twenty-three, baby. Nice. Twenty-three. Nice. Um. All right. So then that means, Wiswick, you are going to be up first. Uh, fifteen to twenty. Tim. Um, Who's Tim? 18. Sorry, Carl has 18. <laughs> okay, 10 to 15? 13. 13, all right. All right, 
Wiswick, you are up first. Let me. Uh, <clears throat> what about the? Oh, Timber's not here, right? No, Timber is still. Oh, he left. <laughs> yeah. So Wiswick, you're on. Rolled with... a nat one, so. Oh no. <laughs> not that it matters. It's just initiative. Who cares? All right, so Wiswick, you are the um, the purple tiled one at the bottom. Gotcha. And all those guys to the north, are they bad? Uh, yes. Oh wow. Uh, Sean, would you mind describing them briefly if we were just look over them? Yep, absolutely. All right, so if you were to look over them, um, entering into the fight, there are four in the front who are cutting villagers down. For the most part, the villagers are all walking past you at this point. Um, the two on flanking in the front are the ones who lit the buildings on fire. Um, they are, <clears throat> they seem to all be human. Um, for the most part, they uh, are in very ragged armor, um, just piecemeal, looks like from killing uh, travelers and taking whatever they can. Some have, you know, one has a metal shield while the other one has a hide shield. Um, disparate uh, um, uh, Kutraman in this sense, probably indicating some kind of rank. Uh, so the four in front are all wielding um, some sort of melee weapon. Um, the one right in the middle in the back is uh, dressed a little bit nicer, uh, potentially probably the one leading this raiding party. Um, they are taller. They are very strong looking. Um, they have a chainmail shirt on, um, which is the nicest piece of armor that any of them are wearing. Um, immediately uh, behind him, on the either side of him, are two uh, two other bandits. One has a crossbow, and the other one has a longbow. Um, and then, if I'm not mistaken, yes. And then there's immediately next to him, probably his second in command, is a, a female dragonborn. Um, with a large, large uh, um, axe and a, a small buckler. Um, and they are looking bloodthirsty. Okay. Uh, I believe that uh, I want to plan to target a cast of Shatter on okay. the enemy that is next to the Dragonborn. You're right so to that the would... left? Yes. Well, the out my right from looking at the camera, if that helps. <laughs> I think it's the one with the bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pointing right at it. The one with the thing sticking out. Okay. That is the one with the chain mail, the uh, one that seems oh. like the leader. No, not the, not the central person, the one to oh. the right of the central person. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I'm trying to get five people in a ten foot radius. Uh, uh, radius I see. Circle. I see. So you're going for that central. Uh, the, that's the dragonborn. Okay. So you're Very trying good. to get. You're trying to get all these folks. Yes, that's the plan. If I can. Okay, ten foot radius. You can either get these three. Okay. These three or these three. Uh, let's go with, um, the, I want to hit the yellow one that's in the front. Yep. Okay. All right. So shatter is what exactly? Uh, it is normally a constitution saving throw, oh. but I am going to modify it <laughs> and we're going to turn it into a loud, I cast an enchantment and a magical bird appears above them and it makes a very high-pitched shrilling shriek and it 
<laughs> causes them to make wisdom saving throws. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, let's do it. It's What's called the save? Mind Shatter. Uh, so it's wisdom saving throw 14. 14, all right. Mind crush. 14, you said? Yes. I just killed a Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so two, two of them failed. Uh, so the um, I'd say the uh, the two in the front failed and the dragonborn succeeded. Um, what is the effect? Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. can't believe I didn't check the damage. Uh, <laughs> half gets half his damage. Uh, I mean, fail gets success takes half the damage, and I take three d eight from Damn. my pile. Damn, dude. Ooh, two fours and a three. Two fours so and a three. Ten damage. Ten damage. And uh, f uh, those who succeeded got take half damage? Yes. Two fours and a three is 11. Oh, yeah. she's right. <clears throat> 11, okay. Oof. It's still five to the other people. Man. And uh, psychic damage. Psychic damage. Nice. Mm. All right. Oh. <laughs> they're looking, uh, they're looking really rough from that. <laughs> You see the uh, the dragonborn is sort of like banging their, their 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 head, just like sort of trying to resist it, and they're successfully doing so for the most part. But the two in the front, they're like struggling to keep on their 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 feet as the screeching from the birds is just causing them their minds to to shatter. You know the way <laughs> birds do. You know the way. You know, it's a magical spooky ghost bird. bird. Magical spooky Wizwick specialty ghost birds uh, shatter the minds of feeble bandits. I guess it would probably make more sense if it was a bat. Bird came to mind first. Okay. <laughs> I imagine Wizwick calls bats birds or thinks birds are bats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Anything else, Wizwick? Uh, I'm going to do. Nope, that's it. <laughs> I stay right. exactly where I am. Um, Rook of Curon, what was your initiative again? Uh, two. Oh, that's why I didn't get it, because I didn't ask for that low. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Cal, you're up. Scarlet, you're on deck. And then the bandits go, and then Kiron. Okay, I'm going to... I think I'm going to do something real lame here. Um, I'm just going to fire my crossbow at one of them. <laughs> okay, which one do you want to fire? I don't want to break, uh, like, like rank coherency here. Okay. That's, not a, that's a great way to get cut off and killed. Um, so I'm going to fire it at, I think, at one of the guys that was just shattered. I guess they got the yellow one. Yep. Um, and we're going to, we're going to shoot. With Go for it. it. That is a 18. 18 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Cool. It is a 10. The damage is. Oh, 10. All right. How do you want to kill this guy? I'd like to shoot him in the throat with an arrow. Nice. Okay, bolt. Uh, Which uh, one is this? What color? The, um, Yellow. Yellow. As these uh, bandits are kind of grasping their heads, trying to silence out the uh, the screeches of this frightening depiction of what Wizwick thinks a bird looks like. Um, 
uh, you see one kind of shakes it off and he finally is, is, is free of it. He grabs his sword and just as he's ready to like lunge forward into the fight, <laughs> blood. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> As he doesn't like fall, he just slowly collapses to his knees and then just falls down. Nice. Well, and Cal's he... probably like, huh. um, Yeah, Cal, you just killed another humanoid. Yeah, we're gonna. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Um, we'll deal with that in a second. Um, yeah. No, nothing else, honestly. Okay. Scarlet, you are up. All right. Um, I believe if I move sideways and then straight, I can get within five feet of the three in the middle. Because my, my movement is 30. If you... You're, where are you trying to get to? So if I go diagonal and then straight, I think I can move 30 and get within five feet. Right there? Yeah. Yep. Right there. Yep. For my bonus action, I would like to cast Erupted Flesh. And I imagine it as like, so she's really pissed because nobody's letting her sleep. And it's just, we already dealt with these people. We think, we think, she thinks. So she's just going to kind of like uh, whip out both of her daggers. And then as she does that, her skin just cracks. Um and so they all need to make a dexterity saving throw everybody within five feet of me. And if they fail, they take 2d8 fire damage or half as much if they succeed. If you'd like, you have five more feet of movement. You can do I? all three of those. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's okay. what I was trying to do. <clears throat> all right. Uh, what's the save? Uh, dexterity saving throw of... Oh, God. Um... It should be your, it should be eight plus your yeah, uh, proficiency bonus plus your con. Uh, okay, so eight plus proficiency, so that's two, plus, yeah, 14. Dex 14. Oh, shit. <laughs> 14, you said? Mm-hmm. All right, all three of them fail. Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, eight points of fire damage. Eight points of fire damage. All right. Well, the seven and a one. All right. So, watching you've at this point, you're sort of the entire party is sort of slowly moving forward, in line with the two. Um, with, you have actually have four guards with you, so they're moving in line with you. Um, <clears throat> as you uh, you watch as Wizwick summons this magical bird, shatters these two's mind. Cal finishes one off. And Scarlet dashes into the middle, and her skin crackles all across, exposing these magma, magmic veins underneath as the, the air around her, which is already kind of affected by the heat of the burning buildings, but even more so, uh, <laughs> as you see all three of the uh, bandits around her, just sort of their skin starts to get red and they just start to sc scream in pain as one of them, it just, his skin crackles and then he just, his pieces of his armor ignite and it, the whole thing catches up and he slowly collapses down to his knees falls down dead as you've oh, killed yeah. another one. All right. Wolf. Okay, dead, it's dead. Which, Which one? Oh, it was the guy who was shattered. That yeah. one. Oh, right, right. All right. Cool. Um, then, so that was movement, bonus action. For my action, I would like to stab. The bonus action? The, yeah, erupted flesh is bonus action. Yeah, um, I might get, uh, might be a patch coming out soon. For <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why. <laughs> um, I would like to stab the leader. All right, go for it. What are you, uh, you're daggering him? What's that? 
you're using your dagger on him? Yes, not the special one, but I don't think it's going to hit because it was an eight. Oh, that definitely doesn't hit. Damn it. <clears throat> All right, well. Uh, you're a little, you're was... a little alone out there. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I don't have any more movement. Okay. Uh, and is that your whole turn? Uh, yep, that's all I can do. All right, so it's the bandit captain's turn. All right, so he is going to... Let me move you. Got to be a little alone <laughs> out there, Damn. Captain. Danger zone. <laughs> Welcome to the danger zone. All right. All right, so the fire sort of... He, he, he sort of pushes oh, wait, himself he's... forward. He starts within five, he starts his turn within five feet of me. Takes another one d eight of fire damage. Yep. Six points. This is getting nerfed. <laughs> no, I like it. How much damage? Six points. Yeah, Six points. Yeah, you should nerf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is getting nerfed. <laughs> uh, six points, you said. Yep. Okay. All right, so he is going to go for you immediately because he has just taken a walloping of fire damage. And he That's is, fair. He's got his flesh is crisping up. He's getting angrier and angrier as he's going to go for some swipes at you. He's going to make three melee attacks on you. Ooh. <clears throat> Danger so. Miss, 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 miss. Okay, so one is a 21 to hit. Ugh, yep. Um... An 11 and nope. a uh, 15. Ugh, two hit. 15 is my armor class. Okay, so two hits. So you're going to get hit by hills. Scimitar first. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I rolled low, so don't worry. That's uh, <clears throat> four points of slashing damage, and he's going to go in for a strike with his dagger, and that is going to be seven points of piercing damage. Okay. As he brings a scimitar up and swings it across your chest, it just narrowly pierces through your armor. You can feel a little bit of blood pouring down. Um, and then he goes for another swipe, but you dash back, but you're distracted by that. He comes in with his offhand with a dagger right into your side. Mm. Ouch. All right, that is his turn. The next turn is the guards. We're just going to slowly start stepping forward to try to provide you with some support. Um, they're going to go for an attack. Uh, one of them is going to attack the guy right to your left, and the other one is just going to kind of come up right next to you to support you uh, and be on the ready. All right, so they're going to, that one is going to attack that bandit. That is not going to hit. And then those two in the back are going to go for it with their ranged weapons. One misses and one hits onto that bandit. All right, so <laughs> it's the bandits, the bandit henchman's turn now. <clears throat> and then Kiron, you're on deck, so be ready. Um, you got it, boss. All right, so Scarlet, uh, one of the dragonborn is going to step forward and go for a swing on you. Uh, is that more fire damage? Because he's starting his turn within five feet. He of is not starting his turn within five feet. Oh, he's not. Okay. 
Oh, uh, oh wait. Let's do this thing. Mm. So that <laughs> is a 16 to hit. Yep. All right, that is whew, eight points of uh, slashing damage. Oh boy. You rolled really Say woof. And then the archers can go for the guard. It's going to hit. That is going to take four points of damage. And then he's going to go for the guard. It's going to hit. Nine points. And then that guy's going to go for the guard. That's going to miss. And then the last guy's going to go for the guard. It's going to hit. Four. All right, so... <clears throat> The guard on your left takes uh, takes uh, um, a uh, long sword across the chest and then an arrow into his shoulder. Um, but the third guy that attacks him misses. You do get to roll fire damage for the guy immediately to your left. Cool. Eight points of fire damage. Okay. Nice job. All right, Kieran, you are up. Um, all right. So Kieran seeing his allies uh, running forward. Uh, also moves up. I believe I can get right to the right of that rightmost guardsman, right? Uh, yes, you should be able to. Alright, so Kieran's gonna move up there, uh, brandishing his cap quarterstaff and then taking out um, his reliquary. Uh, he'll rise it above his head and yell out, by the... Um, what's my Kieran voice? <laughs> um, it's Woody Allen, but like softer. Oh yeah, Woody... Wait, no, it's... <clears throat> Sorry. Um, yes. <laughs> By Ilyuvanya's twilight, I say nay. Or, I don't know, something. Sorry, I'm a little uninspired. <laughs> uh, he's going to... High-end improv. Uh, <laughs> Channel Divinity Twilight Sanctuary. This is the uh, new Twilight Ooh. domain for those that are interested on Earth. What is that? Um, so there's now a sphere of dim light that surrounds me in a 30-foot radius. Uh, moves with me and lasts for a minute. Um, and then whenever a creature ends its turn in the sphere, I can grant it either 1d8 temporary hit points or I can end uh, Charmed or Frightened on it. Cool. Oh, wow. Does that automatically happen if they're already within it? No, it's at the end of their turn. Oh, okay. Or if it ends its turn within the sphere, it gets one of those. Okay, points. so on their next turn, they'll... Yes. Excellent. So, yeah. So just as he said, you see sort of this dim um, violet light sort of penetrate around, coming seemingly like it's all seeping out from the phylactery he has. Um, <clears throat> uh, all right, so that's an action. Anything else? Yes. Um, what, Kieran, looking at the uh, bandits, who looks the weakest? Uh, looking at who's the weakest right now, it's probably the... Uh, <clears throat> The two guys on the uh, left side who are attacking the guard right now both took, uh, or actually the guard right next to uh, Scarlet. Scarlet took quite a hit from that fire damage. Um, so Kiron's going to then still holding his uh, phylactery uh, cast, where is it? Uh, spirit, spiritual weapon. Nice. nice. 
What does um, your spiritual weapon look like? So, Kiron's spiritual weapon uh, looks like a uh, large glaive. Um, it's a, about seven feet long. Uh, both ends has a crescent moon as its uh, as its blade. Um, I drew a picture, but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> the one on top is larger than the one on bottom. They're both ethereal, like they're silver looking with like blue light glowing. It's dark wood. Uh, it looks badass, of course. Um, <laughs> so it spawns behind. So like I'm like in between those three guys uh, next to the captain. Uh, and mm -hmm. then it's just going to like scythe down into the back of that bandit. Go ahead and roll, roll, uh, roll to attack. I will. I will do that. Thank you. We'll find a, a, a mini that represents that. <laughs> 16. Uh, that hits. Dope sauce. And it does 10 points of uh, force damage. Ooh, how nice. do you want this thing to crush this bandit? Yes. I, I just, I literally just want it to like scythe into his back and like, like into the ground. All right, easy enough. Absolutely, so this massive, massive, uh, well not seven foot long, spiritual silver effervescent glaive just comes crashing down into the back of this bandit, piercing right through his chest. It actually carves through his flesh, leaving it exposed open as he just sort of is hanging off of it um, as his corpse slowly slides off and lands onto the ground. All right. Dead. Since I end my turn in dim light, I get four temporary. All right. That brings us back to the top with Wizwick and then Cal, you're on deck. All right. Uh, okay. Um, I'm probably going to drop the same spell uh, maybe on... Is there anywhere where I can get a triple threat? <laughs> um... Yes, actually. Well, no. Uh, probably not. 10-foot radius, right? 10-foot uh, radius, yeah. So 20 feet across. I mean, hey, if so it hits someone else. here, you can get these three. Yeah. So there, is, there is a spot where you can get three. That is what I want. Okay. What's the uh, save again? It is a... DC 14 wisdom saving throw. This time he actually does a bat, but <laughs> it kind of gets it a little. It, it's not perfect because this is only the second time casting this spell. Okay, so um, we have two failures and a success. Uh, so go ahead and roll damage. Ooh, maybe it is the perfect bat. Maybe its imperfections are what make it perfect. Oh my god. Beautiful. Uh, this time I actually got 10 damage. 5, oh, 2, and 3. Okay. So, those 3. You said 5, uh, <clears throat> 10, 10 damage. Total. If you failed, you can take 5. Alright, so that same sort of frightening, ghastly bat, uh, or the bird just sort of morphs disgustingly into this bat that then just sort of glides over them as they as it screeches and only they can hear it as it just penetrates their minds. Um, the uh, archer 
in the back seems to shrug it off with the captain and the bandit engaged with the guards seem to both uh, take the full brunt of it. And I want to move up 25 feet. All right. That means you're ending your turn within my Twilight Sanctuary? Hopefully. Uh, what's the radius on the Sanctuary again? Uh, 30 feet radius. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Unfortunately, you only get one uh, temporary hit point. Oh, okay. Cool, I'll take it. Alright, uh, Cal, you were up. And Scarlet, you're on deck. I, um, Cal's gonna advance to, uh, on the other side, so, uh, on the other side of that guy on the left, the front guy. Mm-hmm. Actually, if I can, can I get, yeah, can I get one more so I can diagonal him with that guard? Uh, you're actually already flanking him here. Oh, okay. okay. Right, Sorry. Right Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stab that guy. Stab, stab. Give me that rapier damage. Um, I don't know. Does a 19 hit? <laughs> 19 does hit. Excellent. Uh, and then that's not good. That's only like seven. There's more Wizwicks in this uh, stream than I like me. I haven't I haven't done the voice once yet. See, I always used to use that voice <laughs> as a way to say that I was being silly, and then you know you chose as your character. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I can't copyright it. Seven damage. <laughs> Seven damage. All right. So, uh, <laughs> does he end his turn within my sanctuary? Yes, he does. And he also kills this guard or this bandit. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> so uh, he comes. I mean, he was, he's still going to get the benefit, but he comes running up. Cal, uh, Cal, when you run up, the first thing you see is this massive spiritual glaive that is just sunken into the back of this other uh, this other humanoid guard or a bandit, and you quickly notice the guy you were going for. You go in for the strike while he's distracted by the guard he's engaged with. Easily bring him down. Dope. Anything else, Cal? No. All right, Scarlet, you are up. Okay. Did I get uh, temporary hit points? Thanks, bro. All right, I am still in front of the the leader, so I'm going to try and hit him again with my dagger. Go for it. Oh my god. Need to use a new dice. Ten. Ten does not hit, unfortunately. Alright. What a new dice help. Um bonus action, disengage, and I wanna back the fuck up. Okay, how uh do you wanna do your full uh, speed? Yeah. Uh no only ha um I wanna get Yeah, right there. That's fine. That's good right there. Yeah, so Wiswick, as you came <laughs> trotting up there to, to get into the fray, you just see Scarlet just like leap back and almost almost leap right into you. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to do? Or that uh, was your action and bonus that, action? Yep, and that was movement, so I'm done. All right. Three that temporary hit points. Yay, nice. thank you. That brings um, us I to... haven't used those before. Do I use those before I use my, my regular ones? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. Those to get depleted first, they don't stack unless you don't have it once you start your next turn. Got it. So you can't have double 
who benefits. Right, like if right. you still have temporary hit points at mm -hmm. the end of your next turn, I'm mm -hmm. gonna probably just re-roll unless it's really high. Got it. Mm -hmm. Beyond drops you automatically, by the way, if you like take damage on there. Yeah, yeah. Beyond okay. takes care of it. Alright, okay, so cool. the uh <clears throat> the bandit captain is next. He is going to step forward so that he is He's going to use his attacks on the guards. Trying to thin out his enemies. First one is going to hit. Second one is a natural 20. Third one misses. So that is going to be... So you see, he comes forward. He's viciously angry as he noted as he notices his main threat backing away. He steps forward. He's just trying to clear things out. You see, he takes up a scimitar. He just swipes it to, to his um, to his right and just clean. Well, not clean. Just halfway through the neck of the guard that is directly in front of uh, Cal. As Cal, you just saw the guy you killed collapse to the ground, and you're seeing the guard in front of you look to you like, "Yeah, we did it," and then. A scimitar just buries halfway into his neck, and then he just sort of slumps. And as in the the uh, the bandit leader just pulls the scimitar out as the body collapses in front of you on top of the bandit, and and he grins at you, throws his dagger up in the air and stabs it into the guard on the other side of him, just oh, right into that guard's uh, um, uh, back as that guard cries out as it's as he's. Um, as they're trying to take care of this dragonborn and survive. So that is the bandit captain's turn. Now it is the guard's turn. One of them is dead. The other one is going to go for an attack on the dragonborn. Um, <clears throat> it's going to hit. That deals six damage to the dragonborn. You see, he just sort of... Uh, Wretches forward as this dagger goes into his back, and he tries to uh, break free of it, and then just brings his sword up for a strike against the dragonborn. And it slashes across the dragonborn's chest, who kind of pulls back, and you can actually see kind of like this anger boiling as the um, a light starts to appear around the uh, dragonborn's uh, mouth. Um, which brings us to the archers for the guards. We're going to attack uh, the captain. First can I give going temporary hit points miss. to my friend? Yeah, actually you can. Second one will hit the captain. Oh. I guess two's better than nothing. Two temporary hit points to that guard? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he needed that. Could have used a little more, probably. He could use a little, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, so... Sorry, buckaroonie. Uh, now it is the... And it's turn, and then Kiron, you're on deck. Right so the dragon, down. the dragonborn, um, is going to release its breath weapon. Um, you'll notice now that you're up close that it is a um, uh, a fire dragonborn. Uh oh. 
Hope I'm not in range. So it's going to release a uh, 15-foot cone in front oh, of it, crap. which will... Uh, will uh... I'm in front of you. <laughs> you're <Yeah>. welcome. <laughs> hey, at least you almost trampled me. Yeah. Uh, technically, because technically, it's a cone out, we'll just hit the guard and um, and and our friend Scarlet. But thankfully, it's fire damage, Scarlet. Oh, yay, good. So it's a death saving. It goes throw. right past Kirat. He's like, yeah. oh, Kirat, you're just like feeling this fire right next to your face. It's like, it's, it's singeing your hair a little bit. Your braids. But it doesn't create any light within the Twilight Sanctuary. So it's ah. really, really eerie. So it's really yes. creepy looking fire that's just Oh yeah. You can't really see it. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks sort of like this ethereal fire coming out. Yeah, uh is what that it... just infrared rays at that point? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh it's just Scarlet, like that heat distortion in the air. Yeah, it's exactly it's just that heat that's pretty cool. Scarlet, what'd you get? Oh, oh. I still have to roll? Garfield. Even though I'm resistant? Yeah, yeah. You're oh. taking the damage. You just uh all right. Well, or you you can take. This is a good thing. You okay. might take even less. Uh, twenty three. <laughs> twenty three. All right. Yep. So that's a success. You're only going to take half damage and then half damage again. Got it. Got uh, it. Got it. <laughs> guard failed. Oh no. Ah. Double ones. <laughs> All ones. So, Kaden, you any? don't take any damage. Hey. <laughs> the guard loses his temporary hit points. Hey. <laughs> good for something. Uh, okay, so you see this breath of fire pouring out of the dragonborn's mouth as it looks and it sort of is immediately like hisses at you, realizing that it barely did anything. Just sort of the guard has his shield up and it's just sort of peering around him, leaving him singed at the end, but not too damaged. Uh, the next attack is going to come from the, uh, the, uh, the uh, crossbowman in the back who's going to go and try to finish off this guard. He is going to hit. Ugh. All right. <laughs> so that guard, you see the guard, after keeping that flame at bay, his, his skin is singed. He pulls his uh, shield back and gets his sword ready to counter when just right into his chest, digs deep, a bolt pierces through his, his metal armor and is pierced deep into his, his uh, shoulder. He drops to one knee. He's still alive, but he is on death's door. Um, the next attack is going to come from the archer in the back, who is going to go for um, going to go for Cal. <laughs> that is an eight to hit. No, he does not hit. <laughs> All right. So, um, Okay, and that, I believe, is the bandit's turn, which brings us to Curon. All right, um, Curon. Uh, QQ, does spiritual weapon gain the benefit of flanking? Uh, yes, uh, yes, I believe it does, yeah. Okay, uh, so Curon's going to uh, move up a space to get right next to that dragonborn mm -hmm. uh, bro. And then yeah. two-handed strike with his quarter staff. Okay. It's a woman. It's a dragonborn woman. It is a dragonborn woman. Uh, Bro is non-gender in Alyssa. Oh, 
<laughs> so you're trying to get the advantage with your spiritual weapon? Yeah, the spiritual weapon will have the advantage. I don't. It, it's gonna do more damage. Oh, when you're when you eventually move your spiritual. Yes. Weapon. Okay. So go ahead and roll the attack. <clears throat> uh, eight. That does not hit. Sorry. Oh, what? So you see the dragonborn. We're just finished releasing the flames. You see. You think it's distracted by its attack. You go in for an attack, but it brings up that small buckler. Uh, just in time to to parry away, and it just looks at you and lets out a growling hiss as she uh, prepares to lunge at you. All right, um, well then, spirit weapon comes swinging back around and comes horizontally right into uh, her side. Well, if it hits. Uh, 17? That definitely hits. Dope. And does eight points of force damage. Okay. So you watch as this this dragonborn woman, she is just ferociously roaring at you, ready. You're you're afraid for a moment until you 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 summon the strength of Ilyuvanya, and you watch behind her as this uh glaive glance glaive. this glaive just comes flailing forward, and as she's ready to lunge on you, it just comes right down and hits her right in the back of the neck and you just walk as she collapses to the ground dead. And then All right. I try. Oh yeah, there we go. Eight temporary hit points. Okay. A lot of eights tonight, guys. Eights are great. All right, so great. that brings us to the top of the round to Wiswick. Um, before you go, Wiswick, uh, you all suddenly hear um, uh, more fighting, and you see more fire uh, coming from the circle of the market now. Um, mm, bastards. And Squizzwick, you can go. You just threw a little thorn in my uh, plans here. That's, <laughs> not the, that's not the phrase. Um... <laughs> How far does this... A wrench. A wrench in your plans. Yeah, but there's no wrenches in this No, there's not. Universe. Fan fantasy wrench. Fantasy wrench. A hydro uh, banner. I really, <laughs> hope this, I really hope this guard survives. <laughs> yeah, he's coming with us if he lives. He's going to become a, a, DM and B, a DM PC if he lives. <laughs> Wizwick is going to <laughs> try really hard not to make a pun. And uh, he's going to cast Magic Missiles, the cold version. Mm. Uh, so the missiles are streamed with a white powdery snow. And nice. uh, they are going, I'm going to do two to the Dragonborn and one to the leader. One to the leader. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and roll damage as they, right. uh, these frosty, snowy magic missiles fly through the air, kind of <clears throat> themselves normally giving off light, but entering into this, this twilight sphere and just doo -doo, into them, leaving snowy trails behind that immediately melt in the uh, fire. Okay, I got a three and a one for that damage, so that is uh, plus two. Is six and that's four. to the bandit leader. 
No, that's to the Dragonborn. And the well, Dragonborn's leader... already dead. Oh, so well, you can then they're send all it to going one to the bandit you... leader. Or you can send it to one of the... Uh, there's an archer bandits. and a... There's other... Yeah. The two guys in the back are uh, bandits as well. I'm going to prioritize the leader, all three. Okay. And the last one is another two damage. Okay, so that's eight in total? Yes. <laughs> yeah, six plus two is eight, so. Okay. All right, the uh, the bandit leader is looking rough, uh, <clears throat> but he's, he's definitely uh, furious. And he's going for blood. For whoever's there. All right, anything else, Wizwick? I believe that is it for me. All right, that brings us to Cal. Wait, um, Wizwick, you get never mind oh. one temporary hit point. Okay, so does that stack on the one that I already got? No, or? no it doesn't. Okay. It only sure. it only changes if you get a higher um, amount. Got it. All right, so so the um, bandit captain just just cleft my buddy the guard in twain, mm-hmm. and I'm not pleased about that. So Cal. He kind of like he snarls, you know, like a like a like an mm-hmm. audible snarl, um, and and kind of uh, gestures with his rapier, like 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 points his rapier at the, the captain, like coming for you, motherfucker, mm-hmm. um, and then goes over there instead and attacks him. Okay. Just a reminder what the captain the captain looks like, uh, just because I know you like to know your victims' faces. Uh, he <laughs> has. Um, <clears throat> That makes you sound real fucking psychopath. Yeah, his real dirty blonde hair that is uh, mostly shaved all around, except for a tuft in the front, which seems to be a popular hairstyle amongst these highwaymen and bandits. Um, and he has uh, a very thick beard that comes down, probably like four inches of the same dark uh, blonde hair. Um, very strong, probably six foot five. Uh, has a, uh, <laughs> you like this, Cal, actually. He has a, uh, uh, it doesn't have a cloak on, but a side cape. Um, <laughs> so in another life, you may have been friends with him. Um, Maybe. With a jagged scimitar in one hand and this dagger that he can maneuver in the other hand. Cool. Uh, sorry, what go it, ahead. No, no, go ahead. You rolled to attack? Yeah. Uh, he is going to use a reaction to parry, uh-huh. uh, which adds two to his AC. Um, so he is going to see you coming at him after he had already taunted you and sort of preparing to to onslaught you and pre- preparing to taunt you in this way is going to immediately bring the uh, uh, scimitar up to knock your rapier out of the way. Okay, I'm going to use a superiority die for precision strike then. Okay. And that's a 20 to hit. All right, that, that hits then. Yeah. So as it, as it parries away... Shit. Uh... Hmm. John? Yeah, no, I just wanted to. I oh. just got distracted for a second. I think I wanted to look at superiority dice. Um, but uh, so as he parries you away, you swing the the, uh, the rapier around in the way that you were trained and bring it in for a strike. Roll damage. Eleven. Eleven. All right. Yeah. Six plus five, baby. So you watch as you stab into the side of this uh, this uh, this bandit captain, and a look of sheer surprise over his face after his parry didn't work. Um, as you dig the rapier deep into his chest, 
He is still alive, though. Hmm. Um, anything else, Cap? Hmm. I'm gonna kill this guy. So I'm gonna action surge and do it again. All right. So go ahead and roll to attack. Yep. Are you using a spirit rating dice? Not yet, but I don't have to decide till after I roll. It is a 15 to hit. 15. 15 does hit. Nice. Oh, wait. Nope. No, 15 uh, just misses, actually. Okay. It's an 18 to hit. That does hit. <laughs> what wizardry is this? <laughs> uh, that's a 7 damage. Seven damage. All right. So you you pull the uh, the rapier out of the captain. You see him reposition. Furious now, solely, singularly focused on you as you come in for another strike. And it pierces him <clears throat> right in the chest again, right where you want. He is on death's door, but he is still alive. God damn it. As it seems like rage is the only thing filling his eyes at this point. Oh, got it. Um, all right. Scarlet, you are up. Okay. Eight temporary hit points. Drinking um, a health potion. Action or bonus action? Yes. Bonus action. Fabulous. I am going to drink one of my healing potions. Okay. Uh, nice. 2d4 plus 2. I got 4. So I Very get nice. 10 points back. All right. Fabulous. All right. So now Fabulous. that I have my... A little, my sense is back. Um, mm -hmm. Can I uh, flank with? Well, is Cal supposed to be right up with the uh, with the captain? Cal the is captain? right. Yeah, Cal is supposed to be. Yeah. On the captain. Okay. Is there any way? Is there space for me to flank behind him? Uh, or is the guard in the way? The uh, guard is already in that position, so uh -huh. you can't occupy the same space. You can move okay. through. But you can't occupy okay. You do not have a means to get it. Uh, All right. Plan. All right. That's fine. Um, I will just run up and I will not use this dice because it's not been nice to me. And I'm going to try and stab him. All right. Go for the attack. He is engaged, so you do get sneak attack if you hit. Please hit, please hit, please hit, please hit. Yo, natural 20. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. All right. Oh. <laughs> do you want me to do the math or no? Yes. Yes, all right, cool. I would like uh, you to still roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, how many uh, sneak attack d6s do you get right now? Two. Two? Yep. So go ahead and roll your damage dice first. All right, which is d4, 1d4, plus four. Pretty sure even two, if you get all ones, you would kill him, but I just want to double check. Oh, no, wait, so two, four, that's double, plus four. Okay, that's eight points of... Piercing damage plus sneak attack is double too, right? Sneak attack is doubled also. Sweet. So that would be eight. So 16. So 24 points of damage altogether. How do you want to murder this guy? <laughs> yeah. So you just With saw him pleasure. just literally brutally murder this guard in front of Cal, taunting him. Cal ran up, you saw them engage in this quick skirmish as he parried Cal's first hit, but then Cal came in for two quick stabs with the uh, <clears throat> with the rapier and just sort of grit his teeth, ready to go in for the kill again next round as the bandit uh, leader is getting ready to go for 
three brutal attacks onto Cal. Mm-hmm. You stop him just in time. What does it look like? All right. Um, can I like like push Cal out of the way and just like slit his throat? Yeah, I'd say you can definitely, uh, especially because this is one dagger attack. This is not. <laughs> this is not all your bonus action and your attack. So I'll say yes. You. <clears throat> You see Cal getting ready there as the bandit leader stands up tall over him, ready to strike down, but you quickly slide in between them dexterously, sort of look up to the bandit uh, captain who is towering over you as you just sort of quickly retrieve a dagger as if out of nowhere and just Mm. at lightning speed as he just stands there with his scimitar above (laughs) as this pouring of blood exactly like that guard you killed, uh, comes <laughs> pouring out of his his, um, his neck, splattering across your face as his big form collapses to the ground dead. All right, so at this That's point, it. there are still two bandits here. Um, and it is the guard's turn. Oh, Scarlet. What? Uh, never... How many temporary hit points did you? Oh, I had three before. All right, keep keep your three. Okay. All right. So the um, the injured guard is going to back away to preserve his health as the two guards behind him start stepping forward to fire arrows at the other two bandits, trying to scare them off or at the very least cripple them uh, to try to capture them alive. First one misses. Second one hits. Four. Two papers. Ooh, nice. Okay. Just doesn't. Work. All right. So the one on the right does not get hit. The one on the left is pierced with an arrow right through his leg, bringing him down to the ground, uh, prone and. Uh, down to one hit point, so he is essentially uh, out of commission and ripe for capture or execution. It's up to you. Um, <laughs> the other bandit does not get hit, and that bandit is actually going to um, to use a, uh, uh, a bonus action to. It's going to use his action to attack uh, to just fire a uh, a bolt out before fleeing out of here. And fire it right at Scarlet for taking out the commander, also because she's afraid of her. That's an 18 to hit. Yep. That hits. Okay. So that is going to be six points of piercing damage. Okay. As this uh, <clears throat> this bandit is going to go running right out the gates. Um, <clears throat> Bye bye, Zola. Have a wonderful time. All right, so Huron, do you want to execute this uh, bandit or end the combat? Oh Lord, no! <laughs> end combat. If anything, Huron might go over just to check that they're all right. Okay. So, Wizard wants to execute him. <laughs> You're a monster. Yeah. You'll have to go through. Uh, they're bandits. Here on, to, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So you step up to the uh, the bandit and you find. Oh, that's 
sorry. You go up to the bandit, you find that they are injured. They have a arrow through their calf into their, uh, um, <clears throat> that's keeping them from escaping. Um, they look up and they're just, <sighs> just, just kill me. What do you want to do? <laughs> that's not what we do here. And he's going to lean down and check to make sure the wound's not um, mortal in any way. Mm-hmm. And then otherwise, he's going to turn his attention, probably with the rest of the party, to go look at the uh, the fire at the market, you said? Circle of the market? Yes, the circle of the market where the barracks is and the tavern you guys originally were here. We're at here is what is currently... You could hear combat in the distance over there, and you can see new flames erupting over there. You see the guards are kind of gathering themselves together here. Um, you see a few more guards enter into this circle as they are seemingly going to take care of any civilians here. You see them start to uh, search for uh, um, water from, from the well to put out the fire. And you see uh, two of them actually run over and start pushing that cart that you see up there uh, in front of the gates to try to keep it, to uh, seal it off and create a barricade as uh, as they are securing this circle. Um, You guys have a moment to decide what you want to do. Kiran's going to walk over to his uh, spirit weapon, looking at it in almost like a weird longingly way, go to like reach for it. Mm -hmm. And like as his hand touches it, he goes, thank you, Hanadar. And then it disperses. It sort of evaporates into itself into a cloud of, of dark mist before vanishing. Um, you look then, around, you see there's the injury, there's <clears throat> one dead guard, there's the corpse of all the bandits, there's that one guard holding his chest where there's a, a bolt that's about four inches into his chest. Um, and you see the two two archers behind. The other guards that enter the circle are taking care of other things. And then you see your compatriots. Uh, We're out of initiative right now, so you can you can act accordingly. I want to go over to to Cal. Um, are you all right? Yeah, nobody touched me. You? Uh, no bad. You look a little wounded. It's fine. It's fine. I uh, th- Scott. Oh. What? Yes, Scarlet. If I may. Kieran's gonna walk over and lay a hand on her, giving her. First vigilant blessing, so advantage mm-hmm. on your next initiative roll. Thanks. Uh, and you know he's he's probably gonna do cure wounds first level. Oh, you're so cause... nice to me. I'm so not nice to you. Well, that's that's the way of Ilyuvanya. <laughs> uh, eight points of healing. Thank you. Okay. Wow, I'm almost back up to full. Cool. So two visual things right now. So there is just the sound of chaos throughout the streets in the distance. You can hear villagers uh, screaming. Um, you can hear guards moving to and from. You, there's obviously the busyness going on in this of the guards sealing off this circle. You see them even start piling up um, crates, whatever they can find on the two entrances from the other circles. You see to your, if you turn back around at the courtyard, you can see the road that leads uh, uh, to your right, that heads to the circle of the uh, uh, circle of the market, where you know that there's a fire, you know there's a fight happening right now, and then to your left, you hear an explosion. No. no, no. This sounds like a legitimate, like 
straight up Helm's Deep uh, uh, gutter explosion as you hear <laughs> in the distance you can see dust shooting up and a few large pieces of stone shooting out um, as you hear commotion in the circle of the hearth as well. So you have to decide which one you're going to. Circle of the hearth. Yes. Is that the one with the explosion? Yeah. Yes. The one with yeah. the explosion. Yes. It's also the one where you saw the villagers from here retreating to. Oh, no. It's the most, it's the most reinforced section of the city, um, and these villagers are probably being sent there for protection to go into the gatehouse, into the Lord's Manor. Um, yeah, so let's, uh, let's yeah, turn let's the switch. jets on and, and, yep. and, and run over there. Yep. Okay, so you start heading in that direction. Right as you leave the circle, the guards push another cart behind the way that you came, you, you went, uh, you went, came from. Very much like a video game when it steals off your choice the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Convenient. <laughs> you, uh, you, you're running down the narrow hall that is the, um, the little walled passageways. You look as you're passing and you can see sort of almost as if it's forgotten from your memory is that, that central courtyard, gates wide open. Um, there's that location as well. Nothing's happened there yet, um, <clears throat> but it's there. You start heading down through these, uh, uh, um, this passageway. You enter into the, um, the, the, the circle of the hearth. Um, you see straight across, this is the only section of the town that doesn't have an, a gatehouse that leads into this. You have to go through the other circles. So you see directly across from you, the wall has been just shattered. There's just a gaping uh, deep uh, there as uh, rocks have fl flown into buildings and crushed walls. And uh, there's just this uh, little debris, little bits of debris and fire there as you're seeing uh, at least... Uh, at least what looks like 15 bandits coming in through there. Oh. Um, and there are uh, about um, realistically five guards in the courtyard um, that they're about to be over overwhelmed by. So what do you do? Can I cast Earth Tremor in front of the bandits? Yes, you can. Can I pull off mage armor before all this? Yes, you can. So we're going to approach this a little bit more like a skill challenge. Uh, okay as you're going to go into it, where everyone's going to get essentially a round of things to do um, to try to sway the battle, essentially. Uh, so, Scarlet, you are immediately... Is, remind me if I'm wrong, but Earth Tremor is... What's the range on that? It is... Uh, 10 feet. So you uh, would not be able to cast that right away under the bandits right. because you just okay. entered the courtyard, and right. they are... Um, pretty far from you right now. Okay. They're about, so, uh, they're about 90 feet away from you. Okay. Can I hold it until they're close enough? They're not going to come close. They're engaging with guards about uh, okay. 60 feet okay. away from you. Okay. We'll all have to kind of get closer um, to engage in this fight. Okay. You will do see a mass of villagers are in this middle um, um, space, just sort of unsure of what to do. You see McClare, uh, um sort of drops a cart that had an old man on it. Um, the man does not fall off and get hurt as Wyla is right there and, and ready as he just beelines into the fray. All right. So let's just do an initiative order for this just to keep it organized for, um, for the skill challenge aspect. Can I keep my last one? 
No. <laughs> Shannon, don't forget that advantage. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> All right. Uh, doo -doo -doo. 20 to 25. 22. 20. What was your Shannon? 22. Okay, so Scarlet, you're going to be up first. Um, and then Cal, 15 to 20. 10 to 5, or 10 to 15. Jesus, guys. Five to ten. <laughs> five. Zero eight. to five. Okay, eight. Okay. Did uh, Alex roll? Alex, Alex isn't there. Dude. Yeah. Oh. Timber. Timber's. T Timber's awesome. away. Timber's doing things. I, I will give. I Perhaps will could spoil it that I gave Alex the opportunity to come back early, but he chose to continue his task. <laughs> Classic. Perhaps it's conspiring with bandits. <gasps> right. It ain't so. Oh no. Alex is the big bad. Uh, All right, so Scarlet, in front yeah. of you, you've just arrived into this. The last thing you saw was McClear charging forward into the fray. You see these five guards are trying to hold a line. They're all holding shields and swords. They formed a line, and they're sort of keeping them funneled to them. Um, you notice there is the passageway leading to the circle of the market um, where there are citizens are running towards that right now. They just see danger, and they're fleeing towards there. They don't know what to do. They're panicking at this point. So there's sort of a stampede headed that way, even though you know there's danger there as well. These people are not thinking straight. What do you do? Um, so are the, the villagers, they're not running towards that the 15 bandits, right? No, you're seeing okay. there's some of them that are clustering up out yep. of fear. Yep. There's some that are running to the gatehouse of the Lord. Yep. Um, which is closed right now. Right. And then you have, and then you have some that are running uh, t towards the circle of the markets thinking, I just ran from there, it was dangerous. I run here, it's dangerous. Let's try there. Yeah, okay. Even um, though there's fire over there too. Yeah. Um, all right, so I would like to um, get up close with the guards that are forming a line or like in line with them or as far as I can get. With, um, a, uh, with your movement and bonus action dash, you can get up right with them. Cool. Um, and then I would like to still cast Earth Tremor 10 feet in front of me so that they okay. don't come any closer. Excellent. Or try not to come closer. Excellent. So you rush forward. You see these guards. They're just sort of like, you see them. They're freaking terrified as they're just watching this onslaught of bandits just slowly coming towards them. You know, the bandits kind of know what they're doing. They're not trying to just crash into them. They're just sort of stalking them like a caged lion and occasionally looking for weakness as you see every now and then an arrow flying from from behind their line but you see these bandits that are doing that they start to suddenly as they're all the ground beneath them shakes and they all are uh struggling at this point to form their own line struggling to keep their focus struggling to move forward it seems as though the guards are probably having an opportunity to push forward is there anything else you'd like to do? I think that's everything you can do. Yep, that's everything. All right, Cal, you're up. So there's, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm of limited use uh, doing anything other than stabbing. Um, you can still attack bandits in this. You can still say, I'd like to attack a bandit. Okay. Um, we're yeah, just not doing the traditional, we're doing theater of the mind, essentially. Let's, oh, I love theater. I'm a huge theater fan, especially when it's in my mind. So I'm going to stab... Bandits. I'm going to attack the bandits. Okay. So you are going to need to use your movement and action to rush forward. So you, um... Well, okay. Then maybe I'll join the, the guard line next to McClear. Okay. Easy enough to do. 
So you rush forward, you see the bandits, they're all starting to like lose their footing as Scarlet is standing and kind of stalking behind the line. You see there's these five guards. You see McClear is in front of them, kind of just like looking up and just like going for bandits as soon as they're within, they, they sort of stumble a little. You can either join the line or you can get in front of the line with McClear. I'll get in front of the line with McClear. Maybe try and take advantage. If any of them stumble forward, I'll take advantage of the Earth Tremor to, to give them a good uh, thrusting. Uh, yeah, I'd say give me uh, give me an attack roll. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. That's not phenomenal. It's a twelve. Twelve. Uh, you are just able to catch one as it stumbles forward. And it kind of drops down to its hands and knees, and it's starting to stumble back, trying to get up. You have an opportunity to go right for the chest. So go ahead, and roll, um, go ahead and roll damage. Yeah, that's a better. That's a that's a thirteen for damage. Nice. Is nice. Cal in like in the range of that? Is that difficult terrain for him? Uh, Cal is right outside of it. Right. Okay. Cool. Theater, are, that is our minds. Yeah. Him and McClear are right in front of the line of soldiers. The okay. You cast under the bandits. Yep. Who were, uh, there's like a five foot space between mm-hmm. the bandit line and the, the, uh, the guard line. Okay, cool. But it wouldn't be unrealistic for the guards and Cal to eventually be within the, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, uh, that debuff. Okay. Um, okay. So that bandit does not quite die, but they are... They're wounded and they are having trouble getting up to try and push themselves back um, to get uh, back with their allies and away from danger. Um, as that happens, you see, uh, as this bandit is trying to push back, McClear just takes a great <laughs> axe and just sinks it down into that bandit's chest as it just. That <laughs> as that bandit is done. And McClear just sort of has this. He's got that McClear face going on. He's. he's I, uh... kind of, <laughs> I tip my hat at him. Or no, I don't tip it. I just touch the front of it to him. Yeah, like, and he gives you, there's blood splatter in his face and he just gives you a quick, <laughs> just a growl and a madman's grin as he looks, swiftly looks over to the bandits. And at least a few of them are scared. Uh, all right. So, uh, Wiswick, what's your dexterity? Oh, um, well, it's uh, plus three, but I have advantage on saving throws against it's, magic. It's not- it's not a saving throw. You got the same thing as, as the bandits. So I just wanted to oh, check. Okay. go ahead of them. Um, you do. So, Wizwick, it's your turn. Okay. Um, then it's the bandits, then it's the guards, then it's Curon, and then top of the order. Thinking quickly, Wizwick tries to uh, hit two birds with one stone. As a plan of forms in his head, he thinks, I can inspire the troops and kick ass at the same time. So he casts his final shatter, except this time it is in the form of radiant damage. And in the arena of the spell, a large glowing uh, symbol of the, um, what is it? Help me out here. God, big tree. Ashkeeper. Thank you. The Ashkeeper tree appears above them. And this great big holy lit tree just erupts up. Yeah, and, and it rains down ash on them. Okay. Which is like little white lights that deal damage. All right, nice. What kind of saving throw do you want them to do? Uh, let's go with a dexterity saving throw. Okay. <clears throat> 
So that is a 14. Okay, yes. That's that's my DC. Okay. So they uh so the way I'm doing this is is I'm rolling for the cluster of bandits. Okay. So that would be a uh uh success, so half the bandits take the damage for it. Could could I uh stipulate that I focus it towards the area where there was the tremor? So maybe yes. they have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws? I will uh I will allow it. Because this is a uh, skill challenge as opposed to a uh, normal challenge, so that kind of stuff works in this situation. They do; <laughs> they fail. So go ahead and roll damage. All right. Not great. <laughs> uh, five damage. Okay. Still, though, you see these bandits—they're—they're—they're they're, they're backing away now. They're starting to leave the the, the tremor to try to regroup. They're backing up. The, uh, the lot of them, but as they're backing up, you're seeing this this great big tree shines a brilliant light across the entire space, and these little ashes come, cinders come down, and radiant light, and they slowly like as they get close to any of the bandits, they just they just start attaching to them, and just these bright bursts, almost like a sparkler, shoot across their bodies they all just start to take damage and they're all backing up at this point forming their own semi shield wall although not all of them have shields so there's just sort of this this turtle shell that is incomplete happening uh near the exploded wall where these bandits are getting clustered together it's at this point that you notice one two three three archers are up on the rubble of the walls aiming down towards you all um anything else wiswick uh i think he's just gonna scream out, uh, the Ash Keeper, he comes! He, he's, he's on our side, men! Fight for your lives! <laughs> uh, give me a charisma. Uh, okay. Give me a charisma. <laughs> yeah. He's on our side. Uh, fight for your lives. <laughs> What'd you get? A three. So. <laughs> So the guards are there in their their small shield wall. They've seen like sort of this this force being pushed back. They're kind of getting kind of getting themselves ready. They see the ashkeeper tree and the scintillating light and the retreating bandits is giving them courage. And they hear this little voice behind them shouting, shouting exactly what you said. And they just sort of there's a moment of like, Wait, what? And they're like, oh no, we gotta fight. But they're like, they don't move though. They stay put. They're just getting ready to to withstand, hold the line essentially. All right, that brings us to the bandits' turn. So these bandits have formed this line uh, in front of you. You see these three archers above. They start taking aim down at, down at each of you that are up in the fray. So they're going to go for, one is going to go for Cal. And definitely they're going to miss. That's a 10. Mm -hmm. One's going to go for McClear. That is, uh, that hits McClear. Uh, <clears throat> So you see McClear takes uh, takes eight points of damage as, an, as he's holding his axe and growling at these bandits and an arrow just... And then the third one is going to go for Scarlet, who has, I'm going to say, three-quarter, uh, two... has two-thirds cover because she's behind the shield wall. Um, what's your AC, Scarlet? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, so that still hits, even though uh, you okay. have that cover. So Scarlet, you take five points of piercing damage as an arrow just narrowly skids across your shoulder. It doesn't pierce you. It just sort of slices into your shoulder and you just have this gash now that's bleeding down. Lovely. 
Okay, so then that's the guards' turn. You see, they all in unison move forward five feet just before the uh, the uh, difficult terrain and just hold their line there. Uh, Kieran, you're up. Um, all right, so I'm sixty feet away from everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kieran's gonna move uh, action to dash up to the group, and then how far away are the archers on the wall? The archers in the wall, if you get up to the group, um, yes. are uh, they are about uh, 20 feet away. Okay, cool. So he's going to cast, um, what's it called again? Uh, spiritual uh, spiritual weapon. weapon. With bonus yep. action? Uh, bonus action up on top behind one of them. And I imagine he's going to go like left to right and just going to try to like scythe them down. Okay, go for an attack. Uh eight it does not hit you don't say <laughs> so you see uh, uh the guards see this too there's just sort of a, uh, all of this this radiant tree up above you see the scythe familiar scythe go up the archer though dexterous as, as they are just immediately drops down and just sort of looks up and they get pull another arrow out ready to go in the next round all right we're going to start at the top of the order now with scarlet cal you're on deck okay um so theater of the mind I'm behind the guards that are there, mm -hmm. and the bandits are how far away now? About how many feet? So the line of bandits yep. is uh, 15 feet away from you, Perfect. and then the uh, archers are 20 feet away from you. Perfect. Um, All right. Um, let's see. Theoretically, if I was to throw a flame at somebody, would they catch on fire? If they're wearing anything flammable, if it says that and create bond, uh, create produce flame. flame, produce flame. Pro produce uh, check flame. in there if it says there's a if there's a, there's a chance of it for sure. Uh, it just says if you cast this spell or as an action on a later turn, you can hurl the flame at a creature within thirty feet of you. It's a ranged spell attack. Doesn't say anything about catching fire. Then okay. it's not strong enough to light things on fire. All right. Okay. Fireball. Uh, yeah, I don't have that. <clears throat> Um, all right, so... I mean, I if you're strategic with it and look for something that can be lit on fire, I might... That's what, that was that. my next thought. Was there, like, a crate or a cart or something that's nearby that I could potentially light on fire? So where the bandits are, yeah. if you can imagine it, the wall is cratered in. There's, yeah. There's rock everywhere. There's yeah. two homes on the left and right. They're kind of nestled amongst rock. There really isn't, like, a cart right on them. Uh, or anything necessarily that's going to light on fire. Yeah, I don't want to set the houses on fire either. All right. Um, well, I'm just going to... I don't want to get any closer, so I'm just going to chuck a fire, a flame thing at somebody who's in front of me. Do you want to chuck it at the archers, or do you want to chuck it at the line? The strategic uh, propane tank. Let's go the... Uh, let's, do, <laughs> let's do the archers. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, there's a propane Ooh. tank just conveniently... Standing there, that's leaking gas. A explosion. explosion. <laughs> All right, that is going to be a fifteen. Fifteen, that hits. Go ahead and roll right. damage. Um, one d eight fire damage. Seven points fire damage. <clears throat> okay, so you see this. Uh, you you kind of looking through the guards. They all step forward at once, giving you a clearer view of these archers. You send it flying. It goes and it hits this archer 
Uh, just roll me a d20 real quick. Natural one. Okay. So it almost lights. It almost burns their bow and damages it. Oh, they, they that would have been cool. Managed to move it out of the way as this fire hits them right in the chest and just scorches their leather armor. And these fumes go up in their face and they're just. And they get ready to shoot right at you. They're mad. I just um, smile. See the. Uh, all right, so that's going to bring us to Cal. So, Cal, the bandits right now are about 10 feet away from you. The uh, line of guards have just moved up right behind you. And, uh, or they actually kind of joined and kind of somewhat mm. consumed and clear. Uh, so, what would you like to do? Um, I, I'm going to be real creative and I'm going to um, stab. So, you're going to rush forward and stab? Uh, right, because the one had, had stumbled to me. Is the ground still exploding? So no, so Earth Tremor actually isn't like a concentrated thing. It oh, happens it once, happened and the difficult terrain happens because like stones get lifted up. Yeah, so, it's so just yeah. If possible, I'd like to lunge forwards with mm -hmm. a thrust, and then like recover back into the guard line, unless they're that far ahead. Of it. I think aren't we like we're like real close, aren't we? You're real close. This is like yeah. this is like pitched combat where it's just sort of these two lines that are pushing back and forth. You can definitely get forward and disengage um, or, or move back. You, there'll be an attack of opportunity on you, but you can definitely go in for a stab. Yeah, a I, think, spot. I think that's what I'll do. And I'll just take the attack of opportunity. I think I'll be fine. Perfect. All right, so go ahead and roll an attack. 13. 13, that hits. So you find a spot where there's a, a hole in the very few shields that are uh, lit up, and you just lunge forward to go for it. Go ahead and roll damage. 11. 11, nice. All right, so you go in, you just get that, you get a nice shot right around the shield into the gut of one of the bandits, and he just sort of collapses down. You see, and you see, as you're sort of pull your blade back ready, you see guards or uh, bandits, they pull his body in, they're like, he's injured, he's injured. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, do you want to uh, try to move away from them now, back into the guard? Yeah, I'll just, I'll just do it like a recovery step. Back okay. Nope. So as you do that, one of them is going to lunge forward and go for an attack on you. That is a 17 to hit. It does not hit. All right. So you see, as you're moving back carefully, defensively, uh, one comes forward with a with a hand axe and just brings it down. And it just narrowly misses. You just you just using the uh, the shield on the uh, pommel of your blade, you knock it out of the way and retreat out back. The guards bring their shields forward in front of you. All right, that brings us to Wiswick. All right, um, Wiswick is kind of finding himself like unprepared. He doesn't know what to do. Um, He's never been in a battle. This isn't a like a skirmish you guys have been in before. This is an actual battle. Yeah, usually in this situation, when he sees lots of people, he runs. <laughs> uh, but he's out of spell slots of second level, so his powers are, like, weakened. Is there any uh, villagers that are maybe trapped or having issues that he might be able to save? So you are looking behind you, and the villagers are there. They're collectively very frightened. Um, you do notice that about half of them uh, have peeled off and are starting to, like, cluster around the exit that's heading towards the circle of the... Uh, the market, even though there's danger happening there. 
And then you see the other half are kind of banging on the gatehouse of the, the Lord's Keep. Um, as you see two guards there uh, who are trying to keep them in order and, and they themselves are kind of like banging on the door, trying to figure it out. So they're not, the currently the guard line is holding them off. Um, you don't know what's going to happen. There's, you look ahead of you and you, since you're looking for kind of situations, there are two like sort of thin alleyways, with the houses to the wall. So eventually these bandits could very easily start flanking if they go out these, these sideways. So use that information as you will. Sort of assume that was kind of a general perception check on your part of this situation. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's perfectly fine. I think that's, I would be looking around frantically. Um, it's tough. I'm going to try and alert some of the guards to maybe create some of those blockades that mm -hmm. we saw previously. Like, mm -hmm. I know you said there weren't any, like, things lying around, but maybe I'm... It's hard to say. I'm just going to try and uh, get some of the men, like, who I recognize maybe around town since we've been here for a while, and just mm -hmm. say, uh... Wizard just freeze. 100% <laughs> he just froze. Right as he was going to deliver oh, no. his, 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 his speech to these guards. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, there we go. There you are. Uh, so uh, do you want to try to talk to the five guards holding the line? Or are you trying to look for, like, stronger individuals amongst the crowd? Or are you thinking about those two guards trying to corral people over by the gatehouse? Hmm. Hmm. That doesn't seem like any good options. Maybe I'll... I'm, the Failager's like... cluster are mostly the recovering sick um, and, the, and those who are not able to fight. There, You spot a few people who look hardy, you know, some, like, young men and women who might be able to pick up a... You know, if you're able to inspire them, maybe pick up a, uh, a broken leg, a chair leg or something, or a piece of debris and get into the fray. God, I'm no good at inspiring everything. <laughs> I think I've already proved this, that my voice is loud enough. All right, Wizwick, <laughs> what do you want to do? Okay, I'm going to try and get some of the villagers to uh, watch those entrances. Okay. I'm going to look for the strong, burly ones. I'm going to be like, we need to protect ourselves. Go cover those alleyways. Okay, so give me a charisma check. Or a persuasion check. Okay, I got a nine. Okay, so you turn back, you're kind of looking forward and back and you're seeing kind of the chaos of the situation. And you rush back and you look and you're spotting some of the younger, hardier men and women amongst this crowd who are just sort of holding on to their weaker loved ones. Probably, they're probably just trying to stay close to their loved ones to protect them. Uh, and uh, you look around and they just sort of, the bystander effect is happening as they're just sort of all looking to each other like, who's gonna go, who's gonna go, who's gonna go? No one goes to hold off the flanks. All right. I think I'll just end my turn probably, like, continuing to try that. And, yeah. like, even though no one's listening to me, I'm kind of, like, moving myself towards the uh, flanks. Like, it's yeah. trying to get people to follow me. Like, I'm the one leading the charge, and just yeah. nobody's listening. Let's go, guys! Jesus. <laughs> All right, so that is the bandit's turn. So you see the three bandits, they're going to take aim. They're analyzing the situation. They can see, they look back. One of them, the one that Scarlet just barely missed, he's going to 
lock their eyes on her. You see, it's a, uh, it's like this, this, uh, it appears to be either a, a human half elf or elven woman with a, a mask over her, her face. Um, some half elf ears pointing out. She just locks eyes on you and her attack misses because that's a natural three. Nice. As you just sort of lock eyes as the arrow flies and it just. The other two are going to go for uh, um, <clears throat> one for uh, Cal and one for McLear. So that is a. Uh, that's a 12 to hit Cal. That's going to miss, I assume. They're hitting McLear. No. <laughs> He's the only one here I like. Uh, so hey. that's going to be five points damage Me, to McClear. As another arrow right into the side of McClear. Um, which brings us to McClear's turn, uh, who is going to rush forward and, and try to sort of break the line of the uh, central point of this, uh, this barricade of bandits. Big-ass swing. That natural 20 kind of swing. Uh, as he just brings his great axe around and just <laughs> trying to clear out this front line. Yeah, buddy. So wait, what does a natural 20 do again? Shut the heck up. I don't think it does okay. anything. I think it just hits. That makes <laughs> sense. Why should one number be more important than others? Yeah, technically they all have the same chance of being rolled. <laughs> Oof. He just swings, and you see these shields go flying as as two men are taken down immediately. Just an axe into one's chest, axe into the other's chest. As they collapse to the ground, and McClear just... And then himself backs away to try to re-enter the shield wall. And these soldiers, having uh, uh, moving forward as well, are going to try to bring him into the shield wall and prevent attacks on him. And that is a natural run for the opportunity attack. So McClear just dodges out of the way as a spear goes by and a hand axe flies past him and hits into the shield of one of the guards and just drops to the ground uselessly as McClear enters the uh, um, the shield wall. All right. Fucking cowboy. <laughs> that brings us to Huron's turn. I don't know who that is. Um, looking at... Uh... McClear, is he badly injured or just like he is he's badly injured he uh he's you can see he's unarmored entirely um right. and like he's actually like wearing just like a loose tunic and and normal clothes and he just has this great axe on him and he's got an arrow here and an arrow here that are bleeding and they've you know the tunic is covered in blood he's right, taken uh, like 15 damage i think gotcha all right um so I guess this is kind of a little mechanics uh, check. So using spirit weapon, so I cast it, and then as a bonus action, I can move it and have it attack. Is that considered Correct. a spell, or is that just like an action, a bonus action? It's considered, uh, I would say it's just considered bonus action. All right, cool. Then uh, I'm going to send that spirit weapon off to the archer that hit McClear, uh, mm -hmm. trying to take off his head. Go for it. Roll to attack. Come on. Oh, fucking 10. That does not hit, unfortunately. No. Well, we're going to still try to heal McClear. Uh, okay. with first level uh, inflict wounds. Nope. Cure wounds. <laughs> See what I did there. You want to kill McClear? 
be clear, you're getting too much attention. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus Christ, five points of healing. Everything helps. Is you <clears throat> you put your hand onto Clear's side, the surging light of Ivania goes through his veins, and you watch as the arrows <laughs> pop oh. out of, of his chest, and you see some of the blood comes back in. Not all of it. You're still his chest is still bloodied, um, mingled with his own blood and the blood of the several men he has axed. Right. Um, as he's just <sighs> ready to go back in, his stamina. Get out there, increased. cowboy. <laughs> I'm a fucking cowboy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we heard you the first few times. That's all he can say. He's like a Pokemon. All right, so that brings us to the top of the order <laughs> with Scarlet. I, I got to right. shoot him some more lines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah teach him more fun one-liners. Yeah. He's a blank canvas for the party. He's their best <laughs> friend. So put everything you want into him, player. Um, all right. That archer that fired at me, she's still alive, right? Oh, yeah. Cool. She hasn't taken um, any damage. All right, I want to. Oh, I know she uh, took some damage from the. Fire. Yeah, I hit her last time. Um, I want to just look up at her and like kind of like half smile, and I want to huck another flame at her. Go for it. Give me a ranged spell attack. Yeah. There's a uh, rivalry happening here. Twenty-five. That definitely hits. Yeah. All right. Eight points of fire damage. All right. Uh, how do you want to kill this archer? Oh. Yes. Um, I see. Can we make the bow and stuff burn like we were going to do last time and it yeah, didn't work? Absolutely. Yeah, I want to do that. All right. So you, you see you, you, you're the, the fray of McClear and uh, <clears throat> Cal moving forward, going for their attacks and just dodging it as this line of bandits is getting ready to push forward. Uh, you see, you look up just in time to see her pulling her bow back, you launch the fireball instinctively towards her. It, it goes, and before she can pull the bow up, it, it shoots through the bow, shattering it into pieces and lighting it on fire as the arrow collapses to the, to the ground, sort of flies up in the air into the distance. Um, oh! And hits someone in the, <laughs> someone in the alley. Uh, as, this, as the fire just then it erupts over her chest and into her face, burning away the mask, and you can see her face melting. As she falls to the ground dead. Nice. All right, so that is your action. You still have a bonus action and movement. If I was to throw a dagger with my offhand, could that count as two-handed, or is it only melee melee attacks for? No, you can throw with your bonus action. Yeah. Okay. Um, So I would like to throw one of my daggers um, at the closest bandit who's in front of me. Okay. Go for it. Another 25. Nice, roll damage. Uh, sneak attack? No, no, it's engaged. Okay. Uh, seven points of piercing damage. Uh, you don't add your modifier. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Just three points then. Okay, so you watch as the arch just erupts into flames and you see the bandits, they all look back and they get tighter together and you just sort of look up and you see the fire and it's dazzling. You see, and just as someone looks back forward, it just... Uh, uh, it does not take him down to his knees, but it does deal some damage as he rips the dagger out. All right. Cal, you're up. Well done, Sergeant! I, I shout to my right as I <laughs> repeat the same maneuver, just trying to inflict some more... Uh, 
take out a few more of these these guys before they they finally mm -hmm. impact the wall. Fundamentally, Go um, for it. that's a twenty-one. All right, roll some damage. That's a thirteen. All right, so you see they they've sort of been chopped down by McClear. You see the dagger's gone into one of them. You pinpoint the one with the dagger. You rush forward, seeing Scarlet having hit hit them. Your instincts kick in, and you just go for it. Rapier into their chest, killing that bandit <clears throat> as they drop Scarlet's dagger and fall to the ground. Would you like to move back away and try to... Yes, I recover perfectly. <laughs> okay. So, attack opportunity. I may as well be on a balance beam. That's how, like... That is a natural one as they fail hard to try to attack you. Some of them actually trip and fall forward onto the ground as they're just desperately trying to swing. They have the numbers, but the strategy is on your side. For their failure, I do a cool uh, salute with my blade that gets the blood off it. <laughs> as the shields come around you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I stand there and I, and I go whoosh with my blade and then the shields close again around me and it's real cool looking. <laughs> so at this point, there are 10 bandits left, and, uh, um, and two of the archers are still up there as the bandits are starting to look around and trying to rethink their strategy, um, which brings us to Wiswick's turn. Okay. Uh, I look down the alleyways, or alleyway, whatever I'm in front of. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you see, uh, in the alleyway, you see a uh, what looks like a 16-year-old boy holding on tightly to his 10-year-old uh, sister as they're just sort of hiding from the, uh, the bandits and trying not to be seen. It's about uh, 30 feet down to the, the turn that leads into uh, the uh, fray where the bandits are. Don't think about the okay. fireball. I wish I had a fireball at this moment. Not for these kids, for the but kids. for something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... I'm going, uh, well, there's no da immediate danger coming out of those uh, alleyways, right? No, or right did now. I only check one? You only checked one. Okay. You don't have enough uh, movement to check the other one. Okay. I'm going to take the, uh, what's called, um, I'm going to go up to the kids, and I'm going to say, Hello there. I'm here to help. Where are your parents? <clears throat> okay. So the uh, <clears throat> the younger girl does not respond at all. She's just hugging into the chest of her older brother, face buried in his chest. So he's just holding the back of her head, and he just he's shaking. He just sort of looks past you and uh, just uh, points back to the circle of the uh, the ash. They left you here? They're dead. They were one of the first cut down. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. Look, you're going to be well taken care of. You just stay hidden. <laughs> who are they? What's ha why are they attacking? They're, they're brigands. Jerks. Meanies. Should we stay here or should we run? Uh, Wizwick pauses, asking himself that question. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, "You, sh we're gonna, we're gonna get through this. You, you stay here. 
where I know you you are, and I'll keep you safe. And uh, with the newfound uh, bravery, he's going to step out of the, uh, what's called, the alleyway and attempt to shoot the nearest enemy with a chill touch cantrip. Touch <laughs> 20 feet. All right. Uh, Maximum distance. <laughs> all right. Do you want to go for one of the archers or do you want to go for one of the bandits? Archers. Go. All right. Is that a... Is that a save or a attack roll? Uh, don't know. Never cast it. It's a ranged spell attack. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and give me a ranged spell attack. Okay, um, just for flavor, I saw that fire was working pretty well on them. Maybe I caught, like, the glimpse of some burning face dude falling off the edge. So I'm going to turn that chill touch into a zero chill touch and make it do fire damage. <laughs> All right, go uh, for it. That is a total 11. That does not hit, unfortunately. Well, I tried. <laughs> so, with his his brave moment, just releasing this spectral hand that erupts into flame and just goes for a swipe on the archer. The archer just sort of like <clears throat> dodges out of the way. They're very perplexed about all the magic happening. Uh, they they did not expect there to be so many magic users amongst these <laughs> this town. Well, as they these are. Kids are <laughs> at the very <laughs> oh shit it might be uh, <laughs> alright Wizbick that's the end of your turn anything else uh, no I think I'm gonna kind of try and stay close to the alleyway to okay. make sure the kids feel safe mm -hmm. alright so the uh, the two archers are gonna go for the line now noticing that this is sort of providing some level of protection for you but also because you're all behind the line they're just going to go for the guards in the line. First one's going to hit. Second one is going to miss. So that is... Five points of damage. All right, so you see the arrow. One just spatters across the shield. Another one just barely uh, um, gets over the shield and just skids across the shoulder of one of the guards. And they just and the shield the shield line just falls for one second. And in that one second, you see a bandit rush forward and try to go for a strike onto that guard. They're going to clash into the, uh, the shield wall and just start trying to swing the axe over the top of it. They're just just keeping them off of it and trying to shove them back. And the, 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 guy, the uh, guard, just the shield, pushes the bandit back and he falls back about five feet which gives the uh, two next to him both an attack of opportunity on that bandit. First one's going to hit. Second one's going to hit as they these two guards step forward and bury two swords right into this bandit who tried to lunge forward. And surgical. Like, these are probably the five best-trained guards in this town. And maybe it's because they're joined by the heroes of Magincet, why they're so inspired. <laughs> but... The guard who took clear. It's not us. It's, it's probably. <laughs> yeah. But he pushes this guy back. The two step forward, bury their swords right into his chest as he's just, <sighs> just pukes up some blood, rip their swords out, and pull back into the line. The other bandits are all like, <sighs> as you see, uh, two and two, two bandits on each side go down the alleyways to try to, to move in to flank. Um, leaving uh, leaving 
an equal line of five bandits and five guards, two archers, as uh, those those uh, four go around to start doing uh, to, to attempt to go for a uh, a flank. Wizwick, having retreated over to the alley, you do hear the two on that side coming towards you. They uh they'll definitely be upon that those two children on the next round. Um, all right, that is their turn. The guards moving the shield wall five feet forward, leaving only a 10-foot gap between them and the line of bandits. Spartans, what is your profession? <laughs> uh, bringing us to Kiron's turn. Is anybody um, taking, sorry to interrupt, is anybody taking uh, bludgeoning damage for being in the difficult terrain? Uh, no. They no. only okay. take it on the casting, um, not the... Uh, not the subsequent? The, uh, yeah, because the, the effect is... The effect happens, mm-hmm. which we didn't do the proper rules for the bandits to take damage. But okay. uh, once the effect happens, it, it essentially disrupts the earth. Mm-hmm. So the guards are moving over. They're on top of it right now. Wow, okay. So it's difficult terrain for them, yep. but they're keeping their but, line. But the damage was just at the beginning of the spell. Exactly. Got exactly. it. Okay. All right, Kiran, you're up. Um, all right, so you'd start off with like this like skill challenge kind of thing. And I want to play into that. Uh, mm-hmm. So can Kieran make a perception check to kind of identify a weakness in this line? Um, Absolutely. And then send his glaive, his spirit glaive uh, spiraling in to disrupt it. Absolutely. Give me a perception check. Oh, all right. There we go. Finally getting good rolls, even though I don't need it. 26. Okay. So you notice that there is a line of five bandits. Uh, three of them have shields, and they're sort of pushing those shields forward while two are in between them with uh, with long swords sort of being ready. Those in-between uh, men are the weakest um, and the most exposed. So you have a choice, essentially, with, with that high perception roll. You can send the glaive to try to take out one of these more weaker guys, or you can try to break the line further by going after one of the, uh, um, the uh, shield men. You have advantage on the attack because of the roll. I'm definitely going to break that line if I can. Um, 24. That hits. Go go ahead and roll damage. 10. 10. All right. So you watch. For those of you up in the fray of it, you see as this glaive that has been attempting to cut through these archers keeps missing... You see Kiron just sort of analyzes the field and then suddenly the glaive <laughs> barrels down the rubble and hits right into the back of the, uh, the one of the shield men of the wall of bandits who is pushed forward. They're not in range of anyone, but they've broken the wall for a moment. <clears throat> and uh, the shield wall is less strong on the bandit side at this point, to the point where Cal and McClear can get up and attack this bandit without provoking an attack of opportunity. Which brings us to Scarlet's turn. Okay. Um, you could also do that, Scarlet. You can get go through the line and attack this guy without mm-hmm. an attack of opportunity coming from the line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think f- first I want to aim another produce flame at one of the archers. Okay. Go ahead and give me uh, a spell attack roll. Uh, 15. Uh, that, uh, just hits. Cool. Two points of fire damage. All right. Not great. 
So you watch one of the, the archers are pulling their, their bowstrings back as they see their own line weakening, kind of looking to left and right, seeing their men go uh, um, to try to flank. And they're getting ready to, to loose, loose more arrows as your flame just hits the guy in the shoulder and it just singes his armor, but shakes it off. Okay. Um, I, for my bonus action or movement and bonus action, I want to lunge forward and try and break that line forward and use my offhand to stabby stab. All right, go ahead and stab this guy. Uh, 24. Oh, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. One point of piercing damage. Okay. okay. So you see, uh, this guy has collapsed forward and he's just, you know, he's just, uh, exposed there and you rush forward but you kind of you 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 almost aren't used to the, your own effect and you kind of lose your footing as you're moving over the uh the difficult terrain and pushing through the guard and you just go for a stab but it just his armor just ba- barely uh deflects it but you do find a little bit of purchase dealing that one point of damage mm-hmm. all right do you want to stay in front of the line out in the field mm, no i want to back up well before i back up where's my my other dagger is it within reach would I have to search for it? You would have to search for it. You don't have time. I don't have time to do that. Okay. Yeah, then I'll back up. Okay. Uh, Cal, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to actually, because there's there's the there were five guards left in the shield wall. One of them mm-hmm. just got glaved and spilled over. Mm-hmm. So there's a gap, one might say. In so the yeah, so wall. if you were to look at it, there are four men up there. One of the shield men is fell forward to break the mm-hmm. line. He is in between the two lines. He's exposed, right. um, so but I'm there actually, is a gap. I'm actually going to then go... Let's... Uh, something like... Um, That's it, boys! Let's go! And I'm going to, like, charge out. I could. I was trying to come up with something better. I'm going to charge out. Um, and I, Exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like, shoulder my way through that gap. Basically, I'm okay. trying to fun, really break the shield wall now and attack one of them from behind. All right, so then I'll ask you to give me a uh, persuasion check with advantage um, <clears throat> and then an attack roll onto uh, I was hoping they, the, would, uh, they would just follow me since we're all fighting together. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're well, their turn is coming up, so they probably will follow you. <laughs> I would hope. Flying V. It's a 10 plus whatever the hell. It's a 10, it's 13. All right, so as you do this, you hear the guards behind you all give you a, a unified uh, grunt and, and shout as they all pull as they uh, as they break their own line and begin getting ready to charge forward into the bandits. Nice. Um, which will happen on their turn. Um, and they are going to be inspired. Do I get um, to attack one of them from behind? Yes, you do. Go ahead and uh, give me an attack roll. It's that 20, baby. All right, so you, how do you want to kill this, uh, this frightened, uh, this guard, this bandit is frightened by your, your confidence. How do you want to uh, bring him down? Yeah, okay, so uh, I run into this gap in the shield wall, and, and I assume in my head they were, like, kind of starting to close it up, mm-hmm. but it's not closed. So I, like, shoulder my way through it, and as I shoulder my way through it, I do, like, a bit of a pivot and mm-hmm. just whip my rapier across one of their jugulars. Mm, okay. And then, like recover in the stance. Absolutely. So you push, you rush forward, and you push through the line. You you essentially leap over the the felled bandit and uh, push through the two that don't have shields, so that they're knocked to the side. And as they're trying to recover from the surprise of your confidence, you just bring your blade up 
and bring right across the neck as it just and the other one just looks terrified of you as the two with shields are like and the uh ones with the archers are like we gotta kill this guy um <laughs> i'd like all right, to anything else cry. uh no all right so mcclear Following the inspirational words of Cal, rushes forward and sinks his axe into the guy on the ground, just as he did the other <laughs> guy who fell. Uh, as the uh, in, the guy is like crawling away as it just sinks right into his back and just lets out one last curdle, blood curdling scream as he collapses and clear rips his axe out and just starts walking slowly towards towards the remaining bandits as his men follow behind him. Um, so then the uh, Wizwick, it's your turn. Uh, Wiswick, seeing that he's in the back, mm -hmm. decides he's going to attempt to cast Minor Illusion using the bandit leader's voice that he heard previously in the last fight mm -hmm. and just make him scream out behind the line. So mm -hmm. it's like uh, behind most of the bandits. Mm -hmm. Retreat! Or whatever is his <laughs> voice. I don't know what it was, but... <laughs> All right, uh, give me a performance check with advantage. Okay. Um, well, I was thinking deception, but they're both zero uh, for me. No, so. you could do deception or performance. I got a 15. Okay, so those of you in the front line, you don't even know that Wiswick did this. You just hear a voice similar to the bandit captain in the previous fight, somewhere behind the rubble of the wall, yelling out, retreat, retreat! Uh, as the bandits start to look to each other confused as they're trying to back away from Cal and McClear and the now charging line of soldiers. Which brings us to the bandits' turn. Um, so, soldier general... Oh, yeah, they move you. Um, <laughs> uh, so, the archers just let off what last, last round of arrows trying to go for... Uh, they really don't even know who they're going for. They're just firing into the, uh, into the onslaught. Um, first one misses, second one uh, is going to hit as the charge happens and one of the guards, uh, sort of you see the line of guards moving forward, broken their shield line, they're going in and one guard takes an arrow right to the middle of the chest as he's charging forward, falls to the ground. He's not dead necessarily, but he's fallen, fallen to the ground as these two archers are backing up. The three remaining bandits are starting to back away as well. They're trying to flee. Uh, McClear... Uh, and Cal are going to get attacks of opportunity as they're trying to flee. It's a 24. 24, okay, that definitely hits. Uh, so go ahead and roll damage. It's a 12. 12, all right, so you take out another bandit as they're trying to leave. How do you kill this guy? Uh, I'm not really in the mood to be clever. I feel like I'm moving quick, so mm -hmm. I don't know. I just... A, a, a savage thrust to the chest. Mm -hmm. So yes, yeah, so as this guy is trying to turn and run, you just dash, get the right uh, moment, and you just pierce his chest right through his armor as he sinks to the ground. The two shielded bandits get through the rubble. The archers get through the rubble as they're fleeing away. Um, you have an opportunity at this point to pin, or at least stave off the exit for the bandits that went down the alleyways. Um, so you watch the guards... Uh, the guards at this point, they kind of flank into the alleyways, creating uh, a line of two going in, trying to push the, uh, to try to catch up to the bandits on the side to stop them from getting to the courtyard. Um, 
So essentially, a skirmish happens on each side as two-on-two -two guards, bandits happens. Um, and you guys can do as you wish to support them. Um, okay. All right, so you see on the left side, there uh, the guards on the left side have crashed into the bandits. We're hacking at them with these these savage attacks with the uh, with um, their great axes. They are breaking the line a little bit on the left. On the right, the guards are pushing the bandits back, and they're successfully getting them. So, Curon, you are up. Um, the guards on the left seem to be the ones who need the most help. Uh, quickly going to look down at the guard that took an arrow. How's he doing? Uh, the guard that took the arrow is breathing hoarsely, uh, and there's some blood coming out of the dent in his, his chest, uh, his breastplate. Um, he is definitely on death's door, um, but he uh, is okay for now. All right. He um, won't die in the next six seconds. Right. So Kieran's going to move towards that left. Um, and then, um, how many spell slots I got? With one movement, would I be able to move into that uh, fray? Yes. All right. Uh, so Kieran's going to walk in between the two guards and just try to lay hands on one of the guys and uh, inflict wounds at first level. All right. Go for it. Uh, <clears throat> I'll say with advantage because they're oh. in this fray. Because Kieran did some serious tactical analysis. <laughs> uh well 16 plus 6 22 that definitely hits go ahead and roll damage the tens Ten, eighteen, twenty-one points of necrotic damage. Okay. So what I'm going to say happens uh, is you rush forward. You see these guards. They're starting. Their shields are getting dented. You see an axe rips across the uh, side of one of the guards as he drops his shield, and they're about to go for a killing blow. You push through the guards, and you just... <laughs> just unleash the surge into these two bandits of, of necrotic, uh, this white, uh, much more frightening... Uh, white and green light emanating from your palms into their, in lighting up underneath their skin, shooting their veins black as they just, their eyes turn black and the blood comes out of their mouths as they collapse to the ground. You've successfully saved these two guards as the two guards on the other side take care of that. Um, take care of the two bandits over there, bringing Any us bandits. At this point, the ba only bandits left are retreating. Um, okay. And a calm, not a calm, but a tense post-fight takes over the courtyard as everyone's breathing heavily. The villagers in the back are um, are starting to kind of uh, get a little bit more confidence as they move forward, trying to look for the for any dead that they can help. Um, what would you like to do? I want to start moving to the uh, first. I want to find my other dagger. Um, okay. then I want to move to the, um, the corpses of the bandits and I'm mm -hmm. checking their face and I'm checking mm -hmm. their hands. Okay. Give me an investigation check. Um, at this point, the guards are going into secure mode and they start to look for, uh, different things to seal off the breach and whatnot. 13. You see two of them actually run off to the, uh, circle of the, uh, of, of 
of the hearth uh, going to look or the circle of the market to uh, investigate that situation. What'd you get? 13. Okay, so you it takes you a little while. You pull off any masks they might have. You do not find any burned handprints in their faces or on their hands, other than a few that you unleashed fire onto their New face. ones, yeah. <laughs> it's all fresh burns, I'll say. Yeah, yeah, okay. Is there still the sound of combat coming from the circle of the market? Uh, give me a perception check. Eleven. Eleven. It's hard to tell. You can tell that the fires are still going in the circle of the market, but you do not hear, you don't really hear any um, sort of clashing of weaponry or shouts. There seems to only be the, from what you can tell, it seems like the battle is probably over. Or All right. Then Kieran's going to move over to the uh, injured uh, Grosif. And uh, would a medicine check be... So good enough to just, you know, take out the arrow, patch the wound, and be like, you're good for now. Absolutely. Let's not yeah. waste another spell slot. Oh, ten. Ten. Okay, so you're able to pull the arrow out and sort of use what you have on you to um, close up the wound to make sure that he can lift himself up and the other guards can help him and keep him from, uh, uh, from getting any worse. Uh, and okay, stave cool. off any future infection. Dope. Do we Silent recognize killing. any of these bandits? Uh, I would say I don't. Uh, not the ones here. Um, I'd say if you took the time to look at them, mm. some of them might seem familiar. Um, I'd say f for Cal or who wanted someone specifically wanted to commit. Yeah. Wizwick, you yeah. wanted to commit that one uh, bandit's um, facial features to uh, memory. Um, if you were to go up and look amongst the group, you would find that bandit is, was one of the, the uh, three archers. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the one that was laughing maniacally when he, when they were murdering, burning down the farmhouse a few sessions mm -hmm. ago. Seems like he has died. I think or no, no, never mind. He didn't die. Yeah, he didn't die, actually. You would have seen, I would say, you would have recognized him as they were retreating, but the two archers got away, actually. It was just the elven archer that died. So which way are they retreating to? They're retreating out of the gap, which is directly across from you, um, and into the, uh, which I guess this would be, they would be retreating, we're in the circle of the hearth, then they are retreating, say, roughly north, northeast. Then they might curve up north, because um, northeast is just going to lead them to the the, uh, the river and the lake if they go too far. Uh, I think Wizwig's going to grab those two kids, tell them to follow him. Okay. And then he's going to try and corral some of the... Uh, the village folk uh, in an attempt to like have them all come back to our defensive position. Like, okay. just, I'm going to try and convince, maybe like bring a couple with me and try and convince the guards to let some of the villagers in so that yeah. way they're safe. And it's at that point you see um, the, uh, the gates open to the gatehouse. 
and you see two guards come out. They don't let people in, though, as these people start to corral up to them and push push towards the gates. But these two guards are, are stopping everyone at the gate, holding their shields up, just saying, no entry, no entry. We've just come out to, to, to support. Um, but they're not letting anyone into the, the, the uh, Lord's the Lord's Manor's courtyard or uh, barricaded courtyard. Um, but you're able to get the, uh, generally the villagers are, are seemingly safe in the position they're in right now. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> what would y'all like to do? Uh, <laughs> Cal... Yeah, I would. I probably would have actually followed the bandits to the breach and like held it until the guards could start actually securing it. Okay, easy enough to do. You watch the bandits fleeing into the night. They get out of torchlight, and you don't see which direction they head in. You just know they fled directly away. Um, but you're able to hold until the bandits find, you know, barrels, whatever infrastructure they can to drag up, seal off this. Um, this breach as they uh, can. It's at this point that you see several guards come into the courtyard from the circle of the uh, uh, the market. There's about six of them that come in, sort of like looking, they're covered in blood. Like there was a, a vicious battle that happened in the, the other courtyard. Um, and they're just sort of looking around, checking to make sure this courtyard is secured. As you see behind them comes out the uh, wood elf captain. Mm-hmm. Um, Valen, who is uh, their hood is actually down because of the fight uh, as they're holding a, a uh, uh, two very long elvish um, um, knives um, essentially and they, they what you see for what their face looks like since this is the first time you've seen them is their skin is a light uh, <laughs> thank you Alex. Uh, their skin is a light um sort of a slightly orange-hued brownish skin. Um, Their eyes are bright yellow. Perhaps Um, a burnt sienna skin-wise? Yeah, a burnt sienna uh, color. A a burnt umber. (laughs) Um, And you see on their head, their forehead turns to uh, bark rather quickly and then comes out into these two large branch-like antlers um, that actually, you can see uh, one of them has a little leaf on it. Um, and their hair is a, a, a dark moss green that's held up tight in a bun in the back. Um, as they're just looking about, and you can see a cut across their cheek down through their lip. Um, their blades are bloodied. Their, their entire armor is bloodied as they're looking, looking about, and they dart towards the, um, the, uh, uh, the Lord's Manor. Is the general around? You do not see the general. Wiswick's firefighting with prestidigitation. <laughs> okay. There are less fires here, so I'd say you're able to put them out because they're mostly just from whatever explosion destroyed this wall. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I'd say just... as soon as... Uh, he finishes here, he would just tell the others that he's going to go ahead and help the rest of the town. Um, Yeah, Kiran would go assist, however he would use um, create water. Mm. Alright. So, 
that is definitely effective. I'd say combining those two, you're definitely able to put out the very small amount of fires that are in this courtyard. This is well, the least well, damaged by fire courtyard. Right, so no, Kiran would save this since it's a spell slot. He would save it for a large okay. fire. All right, so then your best use for that, based on a quick analysis, right. is probably the circle of the, the, the market, um, yeah. where this seems so, to have been hit the hardest. So as like the Wood Elf captain's going by, Kiran would just walk past him, maybe give him a nod, if he's even mm -hmm. paying attention, and go into the circle of the market. Okay. When you get into the circle of the market, and anyone who wants to can follow Kiran, it is a massacre in there. Um, there are uh, several um, dozen uh, dead villagers. Um, it seems as though those who fled your courtyard fled directly into a, a, a pitched battle, um, and almost no, there's almost no survivors from those civilians. They're littered with arrows and, and slash marks. There are some survivors who are tending to wounded, um, but there's just bodies everywhere. There's the largest fires are here. It seems like the guards had the, you know, metagame. They didn't have the heroes of Magin set on their side. So they had a harder time beating back the bandits. There's significantly more damage. Where was the more general during all this? Hmm. You don't see the general when you get to the courtyard. Did they, were the guards able to take any of the bandits alive, or is everybody dead? The only bandit that was brought, taken alive, was the one you guys secured in the other uh, courtyard. Okay. Um, you do not see the general when you enter the courtyard. You see some severely wounded um, uh, guards trying to, trying to push a cart in front of the, uh, the broken gate, um, and uh, several civilians tending to the fires, tending to the sick, tending to the dead. Um, you actually see um, Wyla has entered into this uh, courtyard. She saw you run in, into this courtyard and followed after you. She immediately starts starts comforting the, the uh, those who are weeping over their dead relatives, tending to the sick, attempting to heal whoever she can. Um, do you want to use your create water on the fires here? Because they're near the gate house. The fires are roaring here. They're All right, so very close to catching other buildings. Yeah, uh, we'll cast it at second level. So that's mm -hmm. um, radius of 35 feet. Let me just double check that. You create up to 10 gallons. Alternative waterfalls as rain in a 30-foot cube. Mm -hmm. um, but then at higher level... It's by five feet, so 35-foot cube of rain okay. over the fire. Yeah, so that's definitely, if you you know, you see where the fires are, you can put it in a position that's going to be maximum effect. That, combined with villagers who are attempting to put out the fires as well, takes a while, but the fires are kept from spreading, and eventually, um, as the rain falls, the, the magical rain falls, the fires just slowly smout to just cinders and smoke billowing up um, as as there's if you were to look at the uh the city the town from above you'd see two thick billows of smoke uh one coming from the circle of the hearth uh one from the circle of ash and then just sort of the gaping wall the gaping hole in the wall in the circle of the hearth yes the circle of market sorry it was the first one so you've successfully put out the fires the dead are being tended to uh, what else would you all like to do I want to go over to 
Cal, knowing that there was a lot of death around here and he might not be holding up well. Um, so I'm going to go find him. Cal, I'd like you to give me a wisdom saving throw with, um, yeah, just a wisdom saving throw. 13? 13, okay. So it's, I got to stop that one. (laughs) (laughs) So you're, you've successfully held off the line, uh, the, the gap as these barrels and, and other crates are being piled up. Two guards pull out uh, crossbows and they're just sort of keeping an eye out. You see one of them has actually climbed up onto the wall. He's keeping mm-hmm. an eye out. You know this is secure. You turn around and you just see the, the absolute debris and rubble all around. You see it's the bodies, the bandits do not bother you as much as they should, as they would nor- if you had rolled lower. But you see the uh, sort of the guard who got the arrow being pulled away uh, and you see just a few civilian bodies around and it doesn't cripple you to the point where you're catatonic, but it has a significant effect on you. Okay. So you, you made your save, but it's a lot. Okay. So I will go up and just like wiping the blood off my face. How are you holding up? Cal, uh, he's kind of like, he hasn't stopped moving. He's not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, wiping his the his blade, but like more than he needs to, and like, yeah. um, avoiding looking at you especially, but also the stuff around him, mm-hmm. um, or trying to, mm-hmm. uh, doing a poor job of it maybe. And he uh, he goes, "I'm fine, thank you." He's. Uh, I don't believe that for a second. You see him look up, and he, and he meets your eyes, and uh, his face is kind of schooled to this like mask, mm-hmm. you know, um, like he's not. It's he's trying to maintain kind of emotionlessness, but there's like uh, a pretty consistent like quiver in his, I guess, yeah. jaw, yeah, 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 lips, yeah, yeah. mouth. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Lower lip. Uh, yeah, um, that he's like, and and when he breathes in, he does that kind of. <laughs> Like, like, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Trying to hold it together. Yeah, staving off a, yeah. a panic attack. Essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be fine. These duty before honor. Remember. <laughs> he, uh, he puts a hand on your shoulder and like kind of looks down at the ground, and then like taps you once or twice. He goes, "I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk to you later about it." As before he steps away from you, kind of coming from around him, you see McClear kind of steps into the frag. McClear's, like, tunic is ripped open. It's on the, the center, essentially, just exposing McClear's glory. Um, but he's A lot covered. of hair. Ursine man. Oh, he is an Ursine man. Yeah, just ginger <laughs> hair on that chest. Oh, all no. Over the place. He is not Ed Sheeran. He is, uh, is Tormund Giant's Bane, essentially. <laughs> As he comes around, though, and there's a, a, a moment, Cal, where he, he his hand clasps onto your back. He's, he's covered in blood. He's dropped his axe already. He turns, sort of pivots around you, puts a hand on Scarlet's shoulder, he grabs the back of your head, Cal, and pulls it into his and just forehead and forehead. Just, and just, thank you, brother. And kind of even, like, almost knocked, like, cast your head away as he sits down. And just immediately starts breathing heavily, like it's the first moment he's back from the fight. Mm-hmm. 
just a point of solidarity from him. Right. I uh, I start to walk past him, but I I leave a hand on his shoulder like the whole whole time that I walk past him, you know. And he just sort of clasps your arm as it leaves him, Mm -hmm. as he just. Claire, have you seen the general? I can't so have. <clears throat> I, I was in the temple. I came over here. Must have been in the circle of the half. Hmm. Or the circle of the market. I, I, I saw his, his wood elf ran to the keep, but... Yes, I saw him too, but I did not see the general. He's either in the half. He's either in the keep or... The barracks or the market. I can't tell you. You fought well. As you. You and that one kept me alive. Kept each other alive. As he just sort of falls back and just is laying on his back and just. And then just hands to the face, like blood kind of smearing across his face. Post battle, just anxiety. Mm-hmm. The guards are just sort of on high alert. The villagers are starting to kind of spreading back. They're they're tending to whatever they can. Some of them are retreating back into the other circles to see if they can help, find a semblance of reality, find their loved ones. Um, what else would you like to do? Uh, Wiswick would like to return to the original location we mm-hmm. were at. I think it was the hearth. And maybe try and find what's left of that bandit captain to mm-hmm. see if there's any clues on him. If the guards are there, point him out to them. Yeah. And uh, he's also probably, after casting a lot of prestidigitations, feeling exhausted and probably having a drink. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So you enter into it, and you, this 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 circle, the circle of the ash, is the most secure at this point because it was bandits were staved off first. The guards have successfully piled up um, and, and reinforced the uh, cart that is pushed against the, uh, the broken gate. They're they're alert, standing on top of the wall, looking down, keeping an eye out. There's more guards that have come in. You notice a lot of villagers have actually coalesced into the the courtyard of the ash in the center feeling like it's the only safe place they can go to um at this point um but you find the bandit captain give me an investigation check sure hey uh what's my modifier <laughs> that's how wizwick rolls his dice <laughs> what move everything and then roll my dice no it just sat never mind okay uh, I got a 13. Okay. So you find, uh, specifically you find two things on this bandit captain. You find a, um, you find a sack of 50 gold. Um, and then you also find this, it's a rolled up scroll. Um, it's not a spell. Um, but when you open it up, it has these, um, uh, arcane sigils on it. There's four of them. Um, They are not spell equations like you're used to seeing on scrolls like this. They are just sigils. 
have I seen these sigils before? Perhaps on the rocks or anywhere else? Can I roll an arcana check to decipher them? Uh, yeah, give me an arcana check. Oh, no. Natural one. No, no. You've never seen these sigils ever in your life. Damn it. Are, uh, these, even, are these even symbols? Yeah, I, I roll up the uh, the thing, tuck it away in my trench coat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I want to cut this thing guy's head off. Okay. Do and you have something to cut his head off? Give a I or something? probably Yikes. do. <laughs> oh. uh, Pickaxe. <laughs> yeah, I have a oh. shovel. I mean, you could ask. Like, you could ask for the guards to, or you can yeah. take the time to gruesomely do it with the shovel. No, use the shovel. Yeah, just put it on his neck and then jump on it a couple oh. times. Yeah, like a pogo stick. Yeah, you, you can do that if you want. <laughs> I'd say it's not going to be as clean of a cut compared to yeah no, I, think I, I think i'm not that gory i kind of just get it all. so I, i'll call a guard over and just be like yeah. I, I want this one's head why because he was the leader i want to show them that i we were the ones who took care of it uh, uh give me your persuasion at all i got a seven he's like uh I've, I've, I've got business. I have to. I've got to watch. I can't. Just I can't. hand me the dagger. He, uh, he just hands you a, a, a dagger and he just walks off to go and tend to the rest of the, uh, the circle. So you can use that dagger to take some time to cut the head off. I think he kind of just demoralized me. Like I thought it was yeah. a cool idea. He made you feel weird about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, he got a free dagger out of it. You did get a free yeah. dagger out of it. I pocketed the dagger. <laughs> the guard kind of looks back like, what the fuck? The <laughs> um, this circle is very quiet. You, you see people are starting to move in and, and, and start to gather things. They don't really know what they're doing. So some of them are just picking up like debris, and just walking it over and dropping it in another spot, like unsure of what to do. Um, it's like that picture from post World War II of that like old German woman who's with a shovel in the debris of Berlin, just like not really knowing what she's even doing with it. Um, While I'm there, yeah. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to check the uh, Dragonborn lady as well. Okay, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Kiron, uh, you are in the uh, market circle. Is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, Twenty one. Uh, on the uh, uh, the Dragonborn woman, I mean, you find her buckler, um, you find her uh, her war axe. Um, she's pretty bare, other than that, though. Um, you know, they t- tend not to come in with with gold or personal items when they go into raid. It's usually just weaponry. So you find a war axe, uh, a buckler, and um, a couple of knives, daggers stored away, just in case. Uh, okay. I... You've never seen a dragonborn, though, too. Yeah. So this is a peculiar sight for you. Um, she has these brilliant red scales. She has these flared-out horns at the back that kind of... There's a cluster of them that come back. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting um, humanoid that you've never seen before. 
mean, you've heard about Dragonborn, but you've never seen one. Uh, I think I kind of just, like, at first I'm taken aback from her, but eventually I get over the fear because she's, like, dead on the floor. So, mm -hmm. uh, I, I just search her body and then, like, quickly pay it no mind and pretend that it's just, like, something normal that I'm not used to. It's just another mm -hmm. thing, chalk it up to the list. And, uh, I'm going to probably head to the barracks to see, or where everyone else is, where I think everybody went group. Maybe I'll even just stay here and see if everybody uh, comes together, because I have a feeling that the general might show up if I stay here with the leader. So what is everyone doing at this point? So Kieran, you're in the circle of the market. Cal, I'm assuming you've stepped aside or even are heading towards the, the manor. Um, I was actually just going to go help uh, people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you'll notice there's probably more help that can be done in the circle of the market than in the circle of the hearth. Um, mm. So you head there. Scarlet, what do you want to do? Um, I will... I'll follow Cal. Okay. So, Wizwick, when you enter into the square, you notice Scarlet and Cal both heading towards the circle of the market. Uh... I think I'm kind of exhausted from casting spells. So I'm just going to yell out to those two. Hey, I'm going to go look for the general. I'll meet up with you later. All right. So acknowledge it. Um, so, uh, Ms. Mick, where do you want to go then? I guess the direction where I saw the elf heading. So, Kiran, short while you're tending to to folks, you see Cal and Scarlet walk in um, and begin assisting, helping with, with things. Um, you three are gathered together now. If you want to talk about what you might want to do, Wizwick, when you get up to the the gatehouse, um, the crowds have stopped trying to push in now that they somewhat feel safe. So they've started to sort of mindlessly go about trying to deal with their trauma. Um, the guards are still posted there. You notice through them you can see uh the elf is actually stepping out of the manor holding up captain amara who is uh covered in blood um uh, from head to toe very much like mcclear she has her great sword kind of dragging on the ground covered in blood dripping blood um as the wood elf is kind of helping her and has a hand to her chest as you see some green energy going in as some of this blood goes back into her body, but they're just sort of stepping out and, and, and stopping up at the top of the steps outside, kind of recuperating and looking out. Um, you do not see the general. Uh, is she conscious? She is conscious. She's She's got like one eye that's bl blackened and bloody closed, one eye open. She's just, she's very Goku after a fight. <laughs> <laughs> As, uh, as Valen is holding her up and trying to tend to her wounds. Giving her a sense of being. Uh, I'm going to go over to her and look up into her eye that's, like, working. And I say, I, I, we defeated the leader. I have news for the general. W where is he? Oh, he's in the, he's in the, I don't, last, she looks to Valen. He just looks down. He's in the, he's in the barracks. 
The last I saw, he was fighting off this shadow. The one with the yellow cloak? I don't know. I had to fight off two assassins to get out of there. The general, last I saw, he was fighting. I had to go help the, the people. He was fighting. He said, told, he commanded me to go. Amari here uh, took care of, took care of an assassin and a few bandits who had come into this building. There's a few dead servants, but they're all dead. She made, she took care of that. Just Amari spits blood out onto the uh, steps and just. Well, and we must, we must check on the general. No, rest. Yeah, I'll go. Can you go? Absolutely. Thank you. I run off. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Scarlet, Kiran, and uh, Cal, what would you like to do? By the way, sorry, Alex. <laughs> you, Timber will be back in the morning. <laughs> but you... you um, you three, what would you like to do? You are helping individuals at this point. Wiswick will be in the courtyard in the next five minutes or so. Oh, then I'll, I'm just going to help individuals until Wiswick arrives. Yes, yeah, yeah. Kiran would have that be his priority. Absolutely. So you each are kind of going through um, each of them, you know, pressing on wounds, wrapping things up, doing what you can um, before Wiswick comes rushing in. Uh, Wiswick, this is the first time you're seeing uh this courtyard i guess for cal and scarlet was the first time too as you just see massacre uh small fires are still here and there but the large fires were put out by kiran um guards are, are still struggling to kind of seal up the gates this this uh area is definitely still not secure but uh there's no sign of any second wave of attacks right So, uh, so I got there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you see, and you see uh, amongst people tending to sick and wounded and dead. You see amongst them is Cal, Scarlet, and uh, Kiran. Uh, I just yell out to the others. The general's here somewhere. Keep keep your eye out. And I'm gonna keep investigating, looking around for places that he might have been fighting. I'm gonna uh, evidence of large battles. Assuming that the general would have been in the barracks because that's where he's tended mm -hmm. to be, uh, we'll get up Same. and yeah. move to the barracks. Yeah. Well, especially because you all noticed, especially you, Kiran, who got here first, that the general was not amongst the fighting soldiers here. Right. Okay. So, uh, are you all going to go to the barracks together? Yeah. Sure. All right. So when you get to the barracks. Um, You uh, enter in. Um, there's no one around. The barracks is actually completely empty. There's no guards in there. It seems like everyone has rushed out. We had rushed out to the fight. Um, and you start moving through. Um, you go directly to the general's office. As you slowly push the door open, you see unconscious on the ground is uh, 
is the general. You see a dead assassin next to him with a, uh, wounds all over him. It looks like he was ripped to shreds, um, his chest wide open as if it had exploded. Um, mask off, and you see three lines across the b- bottom lips. Um, the general is covered in blood and completely unconscious. Kieran's going to rush to his side, checking for a pulse. Um, there, and there's massive destruction across the room. There's actually just like a single like glowing orb in the in the corner that appears. It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> it's the zombies. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, although somewhere off in the in the, yeah. the keep, you, there was a wisp during this fight that came out of a wall and was like, nope. It looks like a, a, a typical magical light that had been maybe cast by the general um, before going down or something that's just sort of left there. And it casts an eerie light across the entire room as his desk is tossed aside. The books and the shelves are thrown about. Um, there is still a pulse when you come up to the general. Casting Cure Wounds, first level. Mm-hmm. First thing Lizwick does is start searching for the box with the mask in it. Uh, ten points of da- or, uh, healing. <laughs> Damn it. I'm probably just going to call out General Kinsley? Oh, uh, I mean, he's the unconscious body on the ground. Oh, but... wow. I missed that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Cal uh, walks into the room last. I'm, like, super tired. <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're, in, we're real, in real life. Uh... Sorry, I'm gonna draw my sword and cover the perimeter. Exactly what I thought you'd do. Uh, so <laughs> the windows behind his desk are completely shattered out, um, and not just like someone jumped through one and it's shattered. There, there's no glass. There's just little shards sticking out of the edges. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, he, you see some of the blood go back into the wounds as the general. <laughs> <laughs> One of one of his eyes open, the other one is still covered in blood, keeping it shut closed as he just kind of grasps at his chest. <clears throat> easy, General. Easy. I was only able to heal a little bit. Any sharp movements might cause lacerations of the wounds. Where are they? Where's who? This. There's one dead, would-be assassin next to you. How many came? Uh, Wiswick, give me, uh, what'd you get in that roll? Which roll? Investigation? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> hey, 19. You find the bronze box, or the, uh, the lead box. Um, and it is I open it. <gasps> <gasps> oh, no! Uh, I throw the box on the ground out of frustration. Uh, what is it? I point the, at the box like... <laughs> the general just sort of looks up to Kiran and just... Ah. An assassin came in and as I Valen and I tried to fight him back and before as I as we started to Take him. The window shattered. Some darkness spilled into the 
room filled it all. I see nothing. I I attempted to cast a light to disperse the darkness. I just consumed it. As I ordered Valen to flee in the shadow. The horror. This horror constituted into some man, woman, shape. I tried. But it cut me down. It cut me down. Or, and he uh, falls back unconscious as he collapses kind of into Kiran's arms, stabilized, but unconscious. So you hear the flames, uh, or the flames dying out around the, uh, the city. You can see some smoke through the window um, as, <clears throat> as Cal just sort of peers out the window, looking down, rapier in hands. You're all, Wizwick still frustrated in the corner, Scarlet trying to see what's wrong, seeing the, the lead box. So the reality sets in, the mask is gone. And that's where we're gonna end tonight. Mask is you'll, gone. You'll maybe get, you'll get your rests, I guess. And then wow. Timber, you'll stroll up to Smoke so what I missed next morning. <laughs> um, thanks for thanks for moral support, Alex. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no problem. But uh, thank you everyone who stuck with us through to the end. This was a really fun session with some intense all session combat, um, some unique dynamics. It was very fun. You guys did awesome. Very exciting. Um, this pesky mask. This pesky I mask. Know. Everyone. Thanks for joining us in paradise. Uh, we're going to, we'll hope to see some real combat, huh? It's wild. Uh, it's a good episode. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, check us out next time. Uh, we're having a good time here. Uh, we're kind of really getting the full swing of things now. Things are really, they're heating up. Bye.